We're live. Hello. Hi. So what is imitation crab? A woman. <laughs> <laughs> I actually looked it up the other day. Uh, I had Chinese yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there was I got the seafood thing of imi- with like it was shrimp, imitation crab, and some veggies. Yeah. It's the healthier option. And I was like, what the fuck is imitation crab? Is it just like fucking plastic we're eating? Mm-hmm. It's white fish. So it's white fish that they boil the hell, shred, and mush into the shape of a crab stick and mm. add a little bit of flavor and color to the top red. Mm. So it's not even fucking like actual, like, it's not crab. Well, I mean, it's called imitation crab. Yeah, I know, reason. but I would expect them to be like, you know, not fish. Yeah, I would have expected like soy. Yeah. Something like that. So like Monday, uh, you know, me and Denise went hiking and we actually went to Bourbon Street. Yeah, I saw that. Nice. And because uh, you, I remember you mentioned it and I was just like, yeah. I don't know where it's at. So I looked it up and it's like, oh, it's right on the square. So yeah. we went to go, we went to go try it. Dude, those gumbo cheese fries. Mm. Oh, yeah, so that craw, uh, the crawfish dip. Oh my God. No, we didn't. Um, I dream about so, that. Yeah, I tried that one. So we started with a, we started with a plate of gumbo cheese fries, mm-hmm. and then we went into we got a uh, crab cake just to try it. It was yeah. okay. A pair of fucking Rugers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that a slur? And then it sounds like it doesn't. Yeah. Yes. We established that in a previous episode. Yeah. Um, but um, I had the uh, sausage jambalaya, mm-hmm. and then Denise had the shrimp and grits. <clears throat> and uh, the shrimp and grits were fucking good. And the jambalaya was really good, if too. If you ever just want a quick meal, you really want to do super cajun food that mm-hmm. night, if you're there, the chicken sandwich is yes. fucking huge. Really? Yeah, and it's, it's a good. monster. Yeah. Yeah, we just, I mean, we were just... Uh, we were just trying to look for a quick place to grab a bite to eat before we headed back home because we're like we're gonna be starving on the way back. Yeah, and um, uh, Denise was already getting a headache because she hadn't eaten, and then you know because we went to the top of the mountain to Preacher's Rock. Yeah, so we're o- we're at that high altitude. So on the way down, she's like, "Oh, my head!" Like <laughs> I was I was feeling it too. But the thing is, like I'm used to being lightheaded because I'm. I'm you should have just been like, "I ain't no bitch, Denise." <laughs> <laughs> Punk ass. Yeah, but <laughs> like I'm I'm used to that feeling of going into like an intense workout and yeah. feeling lightheaded afterwards and just letting my body just acclimate. The same was the same is is like have you ever like had to do like construction work in like sweltering no. heat? Yes. No. Yeah, you learn to just adapt to it. I'm yeah. a delicate flower. Mm, <laughs> Welcome to the Night Funk, by the way. Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Night Funk. Uh, today's episode, we are going to be doing something interesting. It's going to be called Ask a Mexican. Where we, we specifically got Joe's non-Mexican wife to ask us questions. because She is a Caucasian of the Caucasus Mountain. Cocaine. The Caucasus. Fucking, uh, I don't know called? nothing but no cocaine. <laughs> Fucking vanilla gorilla over here. <laughs> As much as I despise talking to ranch roaches, I don't mind talking to <laughs> Hannah, but. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Uh, pull out the list again. <laughs> pull out the list. Oh, I remember most of them. There's yeast yetis. There's snow apes. God. There's, uh, uh, what is a uh, cornstarch crusaders. There's oh, a, like yeah. uh, there's a, there's a bunch of them. Uh, I still, vanilla gorilla. <laughs> that's the good one. It has a nice mm. ring. Yeah. What up, little puppy? Anyways, um, but yeah, she's going to be asking us different questions, uh, you know, 
because obviously there's a cultural divide. Yeah. We come from a culture where obviously there's a lot of things that make sense to us mm-hmm. that don't necessarily make sense to other people because they didn't grow up in the way that we did. They didn't grow up with the customs traditions that we did. So I'm sure there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. that somebody who didn't grow up in a, you know, a family that's cultured and, and divine. It, and it's crazy too, because like she did, um, I'll let her explain it a bit, but she did, Thanks. she was in that culture kind of when she was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just like in and out of it. doesn't really like too ingrained into it with her family. I'll let her explain herself. So explain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was about 10, my um, very religious parents decided that they wanted to uh, save the brown people and become missionaries. Mm. So savages. Which yeah. shade of brown? Your shade of brown. Our shade of brown? Your yeah. shade of brown. Oh, what do you know? Yeah. So <laughs> they moved us from the Pacific Northwest to So when the, you were marrying Joe, did they yeah. think that it was just another charity thing? <laughs> like she's finally embracing the mission that we've been trying to do this whole time. So Good she job. is a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Um, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> the pieces are coming Joe, together they, now. Joe, when they talk to you, do they do they talk to you like in a, how are you doing? Are you doing good? Okay. You know, the funny thing is, it's not it's, it's not that she does it because she she's she, meaning it in a me? mean way. No, not you. Okay, your mom. Mm, yeah. Yeah. She's not being mean or racist or anything like that. It's just the way she talks to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very like, I know you're not being condescending. I know you're not being mean. <laughs> But fuck you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> even like when we met my relatives, or when I first told my relatives that oh, yeah. we were together, I had a couple aunts say, so does he speak English? <laughs> and I had to just give them the stare like, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Hola, como esta? <laughs> green card. <laughs> I'm, sure some, I'm sure some of them thought it was a green card yeah. marriage. Well, it's funny because like your grandma that's not alive. Uh, mm, yeah. Or those grandparents would not have fucking liked me at all. Honestly, neither of my well, yeah, most of my grandparents. Yeah, yeah, but um, she got some native in her too. No, I mean my other my <laughs> uh, passed away grandparents were racist as fuck. Yeah. So yeah, noise. Um, you hear that, Angie <laughs> or Doug? Whose parents were those? Doug. Okay. Yeah. You hear that, Doug? <laughs> but yeah, so Angie and Doug, thank you for naming them. Um, That's only first moved names. us all the way down to the. Well, what's your last name and address? Uh, hold on, let me pull it up. <laughs> but yeah may continue. I continue thank you yeah, yeah. So I allow us... you to continue oh my fucking my <laughs> <laughs> I will literally murder you on air yeah so they moved us down to the very bottom <laughs> fuck this I'm not doing it anymore <laughs> this is literally what we do to each other yeah. oh, on, on every episode if you haven't noticed or right, anyway continue 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 <laughs> They moved us down to the very bottom of Texas, which is basically Little Mexico. Um, and Like Brownsville? Yeah. So oh. we lived in Harlingen. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, that... So not Brownsville. Yeah, not Brownsville. <laughs> the, I mean, it's... it's it, right. I feel like it's yeah. all the same, basically. Um, but to where we were basically 15 minutes across from the border, and then they decided to live there because it was safer for the white people. Um, versus living in Mexico, and then they would go across the border multiple times a week, do their, you know, savior colonization shit, and um, we lived there for five years. So for from ages 10 to 15, I was constantly around 
Mexican culture, Mexican food, Mexican music, um, but the very religious side of it. Yeah. So um, the, oh, very I, cons- the very conservative side of I'm it. I'm very aware of that side. I kind of... Alabarera, alabarera. Oh, my God. Uh, I haven't heard that in so fucking long. Um, yeah, fucking and then... tongues and shit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Remember, our uncle was a fucking like deacon at a church. Mm. So... Were you there for that Thanksgiving that he was talking about the end times and everything? Yeah, he always he always brings that shit up once yeah, in a while. Like, what year is it going to be, Theo? Like, I've been waiting for it for a while. Yeah, I'm like, come on, Jesus. On, <laughs> Prove <But> yourself. <laughs> did you ever tell him that my family worked in the same city that y'all are from? Yeah, they, so they worked in Matamoros and stuff. Really? Yeah. yeah, in the same areas. Yeah. Back so. in the day, it was, I mean, it's still dangerous, but it I wasn't mean. It wasn't as bad. I mean, it, I heard it was it's worse. Just, no, it's still I mean, pretty bad. So, yeah. like, the last year that we were there, right before we moved, um, there was one central that we would drive through every single time we went over, and there were, like, mass shootouts in that central right after we moved. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, we moved right before things started to really turn to shit. Yeah. Um, so, we got lucky that way. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we drove a black Suburban in Mexico. I have so... a theory that her dad was rolling fucking deep. <laughs> like, the whole missionary thing? Cover. Yeah. Those Bibles had Coke in them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now you make sure you sell these Bibles. 200 pop, you know, all right? <laughs> I'm sure people thought we were the cartel. I mean, you're driving a black suburban. Exactly. Yeah. But a black suburban full of the palest white people you've ever seen. They're made life. of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tall whites. Oh, God. Oh, no, not tall. None of us are tall. <laughs> oh. They're all short, yeah. No, I was just referring to, like... Aliens, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. Conspiracy. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were trying to rub in my face that I was... Oh, no, 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 no. No, we all know you're short. No. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me me, me, and Jose are like... I think we're the tallest. Yeah, we're the tallest in the family. So, I mean, given that I'm I'm 6'2", Joe, you're like, what, 6'? Six, 6 feet tall? 11. Like 5'11", 6 yeah. feet tall around Is there. Is your dad taller than you, though? No, no. He's about the same height. Oh, yeah. okay. No. It's funny, because, like, I know your dad and, like, I guess the brother under him were, like, the tallest ones in the family before we came around. Because I remember our deal, like, Agustin, he used to always call me Shorty because I was taller than him. And I was well, my, my nickname was Enano. Yeah. Because yeah, I was always is... small until, like, seventh grade, and then I shot up. Yeah. yeah. This is a perfect segue because that was on my list of nicknames. Oh, really? Mexican nicknames are not like white people nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I remember. It's it's the the thing you're most insecure about. That's your nickname. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. So well, not always, because I know my nickname growing up has always been Junior. It's seeing how it's a part of my name, yeah. but it's but at the same time, I always thought it was goofy that I'm the biggest one in the family, and my name is Junior. Yeah. So it's kind of like a play on like on like who I am, but also it's just a part of my name too. Is that the only nickname they gave you? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, my brother's name was Nono. Yeah. And um, your mom called, used to call you Nano sometimes, right? No. I thought she did. No. Enano. Enano? Oh, yeah, okay. So okay. Well, I misheard like her. Midget. What's your mom's nickname? Does she have one? What's the What's the name that you always call her? Carmucha? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that actually came from... Uh, so, we used, my mom used to take care of this uh, other handicapped boy for this it's, uh, this Cuban lady. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen her. Her name was... Uh, well, I don't want to say her name. But uh, she was like... Always out partying and always doing shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom was like, well, you know, I'll take care of your kid. Because, you know, give him, you know, get him out of the house. You know? um, and apparently it was a, like a Cuban thing, I think. I'm not sure, sure. Someone's going to probably correct us. 
um, adding the mucha at the end of Carmen. Mm-hmm. So it's like car mucha mm-hmm. means you love her a lot. Yeah. So carmucha meaning like, you know, I love you. It's it's funny like the nickname uh, about the whole insecurity thing is really true because I I noticed that a lot in my neighborhood which was primarily like Latinos, mm-hmm. and also like it's always been a thing that's been joked about too. I remember the most recent like George Lopez stand up special. He made a joke about it. He's just like, we will find your biggest insecurity and make it your nickname. Yeah. If you're it doesn't matter how young you are. If you shit yourself for the rest of your life, your name is Kaka. And they're going to call you Kaka. You're going to be an adult and they're going to be like, hey, do you hear Kaka's having kids? What? He's having caguitas? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, I know that uh, <laughs> our, our Uncle George, he had a friend. Uh, his name was, uh, what was his name? I can't remember his real name. Yeah. Because I never fucking learned it until recently. But they called them Sejas. <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows eyebrows yeah because he had some big ass fucking eyebrows <laughs> actually that actually makes me think of my dad's nickname my dad's nickname was chino yeah because but the thing was i never understood where the origin of the name was i always thought it was because he had curly hair yeah but the thing was my dad is also from a part of mexico that's called china with yeah. china china mexico China, Nuevo León, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it's like about an hour away from the capital city. It's a very small town. And all his, like all my like early youth, people like people who knew my father called him Chino. And for the longest, when I was young, I was just like, my dad ain't Chinese. The fuck do they keep calling him Chino for, you know? But I was just like, I, I didn't understand it. But then my mom told me, oh, it's because he has curly hair. Hmm. Um, and then, I mean, you're... Your brother's nickname for the longest time was Belon, which is just still. bald. Yeah. That's like still what bald they call him. Person. Because that motherfucker going bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just because they used to always shave his head. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's, he's always had a shaved head. I've never seen your brother with hair, with long hair. Well, I mean, you can't really have long hair in the military. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a rebel. No. I mean, you can't. <laughs> you you. Fucking game. No. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> You're not gonna get fucking far. <laughs> and come after you with a fucking razor in your sleep. But yeah, and then Priscilla was uh, Chucky because she's a demon mm. uh, when she was a kid. <laughs> I just think about your Jose's dad and all of his friends Who's? and like your dad, all uh, of his friends, like it, all of his phone contacts. None of them are actual oh, yeah. names. They're all fucking nicknames. Yeah, like he has. Uh, what is it? There's a guy called Matamoros. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy called uh, uh, like we talked about. Uh, uh, I forgot what episode we talked about him. Um, uh, what's his face? Mister Miyagi. They call him Miyagi. Yeah. Um, who was the guy that came and did our floors? Monterrey. Yeah, Monterrey. Yeah. It's all nicknames. <laughs> I know none of these guys' fucking names. But, yeah. You know they put in my fucking floors and carpets, and I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. So I I know uh, my my stepfather, mm-hmm. um, his nickname because i've seen him write it on some of his stuff his nickname from mexico was buddha and it, and i was like what they call you buddha and he's like oh because i have a fat face like, oh okay i was like yeah. okay that makes sense 
is like they used to make fun of my face because he's got like a really round chin, mm-hmm. you know? So they're like, they used to always call me Buddha. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And my dad, they call him Chango because he has long fucking arms and he looks like a fucking gorilla. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just, it's interesting that y'all take ownership of it. Yeah. Like that yeah. you don't resent it. It's just like, yeah, this is who I am. Now. It's I almost, mean, it's almost like a badge of pride. Yeah. I, I know specifically, like sometimes you just learn to live with it. You sometimes you end up hating it, but sometimes you just let it be, be a part of your identity because at least people remember you like one way or another because i remember there's a guy who i grew up with right Mm -hmm. and um i know there's gonna be a few people listening who know who i'm talking about too which is funny um uh but he got his nickname because he had a big birthmark (laughs) like he had an almond shaped birthmark on his face and in high school, everybody called him Roach because they said he had a roach on his face. <laughs> and God. for years, he hated him. He hated that name until eventually he was just like, oh, what up? My name is, but you can just call me Roach because uh, you just you just deal yeah, with you it. You just learn so to deal with it. if he had kids, did he become Papa Roach? <laughs> <laughs> good. That's a good one. Thank you. I'm yes, proud of that there you one. Go. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get off. <laughs> it's our show, all right? Women can't be funny. Yeah. So. But, uh, our plays went down to zero. Fuck <laughs> <So. laughs> you. But yeah. All right. Next question. Oh, but okay. Well, because yeah. we ended up cutting cutting her off a lot, I never got to, to ask. So what is your family's like? Like nationality background, like do you guys come from like a Irish German mayonnaise. background? Yeah, we come from mayonnaise, just mayo. Um, so uh, just egg whites and mayo. <laughs> it's me. So on my mom's side, heavily Norwegian and German. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the Snow White people. Yeah. Um, and then on my dad's side, German, English, and then on my mom's side, there's also some a uh, good bit Native American. So my my grandma, on my mom's side. She looks like a straight up Native American. Mm. Like she had, I mean, if when she was younger, especially you could see it more. Okay. Um, now that she's old and wrinkled, you know, she looks wrinkled. Um, but she found out that she is actually half Native American, but she doesn't know what tribe she's from because her father. Oh, sorry, let me back up. She found out she was adopted. Yeah, and she was actually adopted by her. Um, aunt and uncle because her true biological mother had a a child out of wedlock with a native american man but because it was so back when when that was like super taboo there's no records of who he was what tribe he came from so she's done enough ancestry stuff to be able to figure out that much but she can't figure out where she's exactly from so that means that my mom is a quarter and i'm essentially an eighth native american mm-hmm. Just don't know what kind don't know what flavor See, I'm keeping that bloodline kind of pure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the thing <laughs> is, is sometimes when um, uh, people with those kind of backgrounds that say they have a percentage of like um, Native American in it, sometimes that actually has to be taken with a grain of salt. Because I had learned recently that, you know how like in the South, you always hear people say, oh, I'm part Cherokee. Yeah. Oh, well, I found out that apparently most of that were lies. Because at the time, yeah. people were identifying as being part Cherokee because they could take... Um, they could take advantage of a loophole for land ownership yeah. because oh, wow. because you would have to be specifically a certain type of Indian like racial background to earn certain like sacred lands, right? Because they were able to establish some of those laws, and of course, people exploited it by either having 
in illegitimate children with 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 Cherokee people or just falsely claiming that they were Cherokee. Yeah. But that's only on the case on the Cherokee specifically. That's why you hear it so often here in the South. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Let's take a quick moment to close the door. Okay. But, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I'm not always 100%. Like, the, as far as I know, like, for me, I assume I have a high percentage of indigenous blood. Oh, yeah. But I don't know for sure until I get my blood tested. For all I know, I could end up having more Spanish for as dark as I am. With your dad. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. You don't know how much of that split. I was having this discussion with my wife, and she's like, you know, on average usually our indigenous traits are actually lower than like 30%. We actually have like big cuts that are like like spliced all over. Like I like like in the words of like John Leguizamo, we are the bastard children of the Spaniards. So we have so much mixed of us. Yeah, I watched uh I still need to finish it. I watched like the first half of that. Yeah. Uh, a couple days ago. And uh he breaks it down in that pie chart where like like honestly, we are about like 120 percent of everything. So we're we're Mexican, we're Spanish, we're Native, we're uh, sometimes we have some uh, African American in us. Yeah. Uh, some people on the western coast of Mexico have some actual Chinese or some sort of Asian in them too. Yeah. We are just a mix. By now, we I mean we probably have some something in there that's why you yeah. have that's why you sometimes meet uh, uh mexicans dudes that look straight up asian yeah yeah and they call them chino yeah yeah well that's what you have <laughs> red hairs in your beard yeah i got red hairs but i think that's because um um we have german in our blood yeah yeah which is crazy that would be interesting yeah so we got blood tested i've had this running joke with my wife that uh, the reason why I eat the way I do is because I'm Italian. and, uh, <laughs> and But I, I'm telling her, the moment I get my ancestry like test done, if I have like like point zero zero one percent Italian in me, I'm gonna fucking rub it in her face. Like, <laughs> I fucking told you. Just come. She comes home and you're wearing like the black dress pants with the leather belt with the gold belt buckle. It's funny. I, wife I, beater with the gold chain. I do have. I do have a little gold chain. <laughs> Oiled your hair back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Where's the gabagoo? <laughs> <laughs> Woke up this morning. Got some gabagoo. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Anyways, if you next, listen to our episodes, you'll know. Next question. <laughs> next question. Okay. Um. What is the worst version of white Mexican food that you've had? And white I, Mexican food. Yeah. I mean, okay. obviously Taco Bell is off the table because that's you know. So here's the thing. I've been seeing a lot of people on TikTok make these whole videos about like how. A lot of people in America think that, you know, going to your local Mexican restaurant that you're eating authentic Mexican food, right? But yeah. obviously it's not because the main takeaway is that it's not Mexican food. It's technically Tex-Mex. It's yeah. Tex-Mex yeah. food. It's a combination of a lot of different dishes. It, uh, somebody, I remember the chef broke it down where he's like, actually, majority of Tex-Mex food isn't just like American Mexican, but it's also also a mix of like indigenous and also a few um, of African dishes as well. Yeah. yeah, and it's just a it's one of those things where 
I've had I've had this discussion before where it is technically Mexican food, but like half of it is. It's based on Mexican dishes, but dumbed down to where it can suit an American palate. Yeah. Because the thing is, not most Mexican dishes don't pound their food with cheese. No. We will have cheese on our food yeah. sometimes. Like some in the beans, like some Oaxaca cheese in the beans. Yeah. That's about it, really. Yeah, or gay or, tomatadas because that's well, yeah, just like cheese. But on I cheese. mean, yeah, me, most yeah. Mexican quesadillas aren't like how you think quesadillas oh, are. Yeah. They're not yeah. like they're usually done with a different type of cheese. Yeah, it's not cheddar cheese. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course not. <laughs> but so, what's the most like revolting off-brand Mexican food you've had? Uh, Where any, you were just like, this is a disgrace, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Anything in a box. I would say whenever <laughs> Racetrack was making roller tamales. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah, they had like on the little roll grillers, they had these little mini tamales. Just looking at it, I was... The, and then these gas stations also have the audacity to have empanadas too, like in the little oh, fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. they look disgusting, but people buy up that shit. But the thing is, if you buy one of those and bite into it, all it is is ground beef. Yeah. Mm. Also, funny thing that I thought I thought was funny. Have you ever seen that whole thing where like they figured out that that uh, beef steak isn't a word? They're yeah, just beef steak. They were just saying beef steak. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get beef beef steak? <laughs> a what beef steak? What cut is that? Beef steak. <laughs> but yeah, now like um, really any American restaurant that serves tacos mm. and so they give it to the you. Box? Well, no. That's not like I'm talking about like uh, like sit down restaurants here, mm. and they'll have fish tacos, or sometimes they'll be like try our new carnita taco, and it comes in that little metal tray, that little triangle tray with two taco slots in it. Oh, whenever yeah. it's like one of those like grill catina like places, where like we have guac, yeah, and you get it's it table side guac, but it, it's yeah. kind of I hate when I have to go to a restaurant and they're like, do you want? The chunky traditional guac or the like the fucking soup. The, the yeah, the fucking yeah. soup. The thing, well, I'm just like no, like give give me like give me the chunky stuff, you know. But the reason they have those options is because again, white people, American palates, like they don't like the taste of raw onion or yeah. tomatoes. I don't know how many times I've gone to a restaurant with some of my very close white friends, and they would bitch and moan about what they would have on their food, like. Not all my friends. I'm specifically. Yeah. I'm calling out one friend. Where every time we went to Taco Bell, name him. He would have a fucking <laughs> Chris. Fuck you. Um, um, he would have a fucking fit if his food would have lettuce, because he's like, I don't like the texture of lettuce. And it's like, well, are you gay? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, like, like. It's like it's not the texture of somebody's dick in your mouth. It's fucking lettuce. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, I mean, there is bad lettuce, like if it's soggy. I remember one yeah. time we went we went to this local little diner place, right? And we mm. would buy we would buy um we would buy like burgers and chili dogs from it, right? Okay. You know, just a hole in the wall little like southern kitchen place, right? And every chili dog comes with a pickle on top of it, you know, like a little a little sliced pickle in the, on the top, right? I and don't know how I feel about that. Well, the thing just was, one pickle. It's just it's just one tiny little pickle, and okay. the thing is, it, it kind of adds, right? It, whatever, but. One time, he he saw it and he he refused to eat it. He wouldn't even take it off. But we knew about this. So one of the other times after that that we went there, we got him chili dogs. Like he asked, 
And we just pulled the pickle off and he ate the whole thing. We're like, how was that chili dog, man? He was like, it was actually pretty good. He was like, you know, those had pickles on it, right? We just pulled it off. And then he immediately was just like, <laughs> like acting like he was going to throw up. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're stupid. Yeah. That's, like, that's a little over the top. Like, I mean, what the fucking someone throw a pickle down your throat? When you're I like, don't know. The, the thing is, I have another friend too, who just openly refuses to eat vegetables. And I, rem yeah. and I remember going over to his house growing up and remember that, oh, the reason is, is because he lived in a home with a single mother who worked all the time and they literally just had takeout every single day. Oh, okay. Every day they're eating pizza, they're eating food from restaurants and they're just getting comfort food Was every fucking day. Boy? No, actually no. Uh -huh. He was he was one of those like very skinny high metabolism guy that like, <sighs> never gained weight. Fuck you. But the thing was he but because of this he could eat total garbage mm. but he never developed any kind of healthy like like I remember one time I invited him to like one of our Thanksgivings and the only vegetable he would eat was corn. That's it. Like he was like, I can eat corn or and oddly enough, green beans for some reason. But, um, but anything else like squash, sweet potato, potatoes, like even potatoes. He was like, I'm weird. he's like, I'll eat French fries, but not potatoes. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is the same thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things where like some people, uh, I feel like in America, America doesn't really have its own food identity. No, because so it's a melting pot yeah. of everything. Yeah, but yeah. The, because of that, I feel like in America, it's always like the consumer first, and they it's never like just eat it as it comes kind of thing. Yeah. Because, you know, most restaurants go by the whole things like get your food how you want it, not, not necessarily where it's like you just eat it as it comes. I feel like other countries, it's just like, what you order is what you get. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like we are definitely the pickiest country out of everyone else out there. I do love um, in uh, down uh, near Destin, uh, there's this restaurant there called uh, Tucker Dukes. It's not there anymore. I wish it was. They made everything from scratch. Their buns, burger patties. Uh, they, you know, went to farmer's markets, got their lettuce and vegetables and all that stuff. They made their own mustard, mayonnaise, ketchup, everything. They yeah. made everything there. And on the menu, in big letters, it says, don't tell us to change anything. If you want something different, go mm. go to fucking, like, McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what, those burgers were the yeah. shit. When I went to France, like, you uh -huh. you get what you get. Yeah. Like, they, I mean, on the menus, they'll tell you every fucking thing that's on the plate. Yeah. But you don't ask for substitutions. Like, yeah. it's understood that the people who make this food know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And unless you have an allergy, shut your fucking mouth and eat it. Yeah. So it's like I remember you told me they made a big deal about you not being able to eat that one dish. So they like the chefs were like, "Oh no, we didn't know. I'm so sorry." And then they went out back and like made you like a fish, like yeah. food or something like that. Yeah, I mean. Well, you ha you're you're allergic to a certain type of food. I my stomach can't process beef for whatever oh. fucking reason. Um, for a while I thought it was all meat, so I went vegetarian for a couple years, mm. and then when I started weightlifting, I was like, I need more protein, so I started like. Getting back into just like chicken and fish. It was before we started weightlifting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tacos. You know, we, we we started dating and then I was like, let's go get tacos. You're like, well, I don't eat meat. I was like, well, this is pork. No. Yes. No. Yes. I love you, but you're wrong. No. Um, I was definitely vegetarian for like the first year of state. <laughs> ah, le romance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then so I started eating chicken and realized, oh, okay, I can handle this. And then I slowly started to get back like pork and other things and then realized it's literally just fucking beef. I cannot yeah. process beef. 
Yeah, I know on my on my my uh, wife's side of the family, a lot of them, like even though they are Mexican, they have like picky eaters in their family. And one of the things that always like um, got me like always uh, caught me off guard was a lot of like Mexican dishes where majority of the time if it has like chicken thighs in it, right? Mm-hmm. They would substitute it with chicken breast, which isn't like the same kind of tenderness, no. right? And because I remember what, on cause you know, like you already know that I'm huge about mole. I yeah. love mole. Mm-hmm. And one time her family was like, oh, they're having mole. And I know you like it. I was like, oh yeah, by the way, they served it on a big ass dry piece of chicken breast. And I'm like, why isn't this on chicken thighs? <laughs> and then and then she she was like this is how we always eat it and i was like no you put this on chicken thighs like it, it just makes more sense to have a more tender meat with this because like you need it to break down you need to like yeah you need it to break down also yeah. they you said that they just like put the chicken on and then they poured the sauce on yeah it? that's the way and uh, yeah that's and wrong yeah apparently it's just because of how they're picky and then later on it dawns on me because one day i'm like hey let's go to popeyes right and i want to get me like a, a like a like a two-piece mm-hmm. right and then she's like what are you getting i was like oh, i'm getting a two-piece and so i was like you're only gonna get like two tenders i'm like no i'm getting two pieces of chicken like like a breast and a leg right mm-hmm. and she was like Oh, I'm like, and I'm, I'm looking at her like, what's so weird about that? And she's like, you eat the meat off the bone. I'm like, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Denise did not eat meat off the bone. We've been talking about your wife this whole time. Yeah. Her family. Yes. Her. Yeah. Her family, for some reason, had not all of them, not all of them. It was more of the kids side, but she specifically like she had built some type of like fear of eating meat off of bones i don't know i guess she felt weird about it but she got over it okay. she got over it after i was just like just eat it like it tastes yeah. better like you have a quarter in the room with a piece of <laughs> eat the fucking chicken i'm just like i'm just running after her with a turkey leg like eat it so like she wouldn't eat chicken wings or any of that um no like if we would go let's say we went to a wing place she would get boneless wings every time <sighs> okay yeah, it was it was a very awkward. She's gonna hate me <laughs> as she hears this. Right. She's already gonna be like, like, why do you have to bring up all her, like all this stuff? I'm like, all right. but it's because it's 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 weird to see that some people develop these weird eating yeah. traits. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't like mole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I can kind of understand. Like for me, I it grew on me because how often my mom made it, mm-hmm. and the thing was, and then I started having like restaurant like quality like mole because you know my mom just made mole that comes in the fucking guy can yeah or 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 like glass thing you know the don maria ran right the restaurants around here what do you think they fucking do huh it's the same thing i don't know some people uh i've no i mean like i've had like plates that were made from like like you know like old ladies that serve plates and stuff where they made it the old school way of how you're supposed to do it and it has like such a richness to the mole sauce that like i can't describe like it's fucking delicious but then you don't get a new glass out of it (laughs) (laughs) uh that's another cultural thing that i think is funny how we they our parents saved everything oh yeah the um we had like three morning glasses yeah and they still tasted like bowling sometimes you know how many fucking like stained like cool whip bowls i ate cereal out of like tons well we use the uh like the big like large cups from like burger king you know the big plastic cups just wash them out. You can eat cereal out of this. I love that running. <laughs> yeah. You know how aggravating it was to try to look for butter in your mom's oh, fridge? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> everything's in a buttercup. Like, oh, here's a country crock. That's nope. spaghetti. That's beans. That's, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> this is old. This needs to be thrown away. Don't throw away the Tupperware, all right? Did y'all get those, like, round blue tins at Christmas of cookies? No, but we had one. So I don't know why my mom were, was fucking obsessed with those, but she used those all over the I mean, the they're house. good for, like, the sewing stuff. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, she, but she used it for more than that, yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm. So we would have little cookie tins hidden all throughout the house, and we'd be like, <laughs> oh, shit, free cookies now. Yeah, needles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> now, but as far as, like, Mexican food that's been adapted for, like, American, like, like, American taste, you know, majority of the time it's just, like, most of it that most of it that isn't like run by like an authentic like like people from Mexico yeah. who are making it like how they would over at home, you know. Yeah. Majority of it is bad. What's that one restaurant you went with with your sister in Sioux Falls? <laughs> What's it called? I could not tell you. Blast uh, them! Blast oh them right God. now. <laughs> uh, it's some. It has. It's some kind of play off the name Guillermo. I know that, but um. They, she was like, this is the most authentic Mexican food we have here in Sioux Falls. And keeping in mind, she grew up the same way as I did where we were working in Mexico. So she knows better. And we get there. And it is like the most stereotypical thing you can get. The waiters are wearing sombreros. They're wearing fucking button-up shirts with bolo ties. I mean, Not a brown person in sight. <laughs> no, there were brown people. I'm pretty sure all the brown people in Sioux Falls worked at that one fucking restaurant. <laughs> tacos selling tacos here (laughs) and all the food was just like this is not i mean you literally got cheddar cheese from the store Mm -hmm. ground beef no i mean everything was ground beef and it was you could kind of see the shame in the latino man's eyes as he was waiting (laughs) upon us like i am i am disgracing my people here's the thing here's the thing i'm not going to be quick to just diminish all like i still go to mexican like i'm like i'm oh, yeah. mexican restaurants you know the food is it, it is good from time to time sometimes you want bad food you know yeah. and i would be lying if i said i didn't go i don't go to taco bell every few weeks i fucking oh, love course. taco bell but obviously it, it's one of those things where like i feel like it needs to be separated in the mm-hmm. ca- of the category of Mexican food, these Mexican restaurants need to start renaming themselves like Tex-Mex restaurants. Yeah, well, I remember. Uh, sorry, but I remember we went to Mercadito one time. Yeah, and this white lady came in, uh, and she was like, had her you know fucking Gucci bag on her shoulder and everything. Um, do you have hard shell tacos? Oh my god! And uh, the guy was like, "No, we only have corn tortillas." Oh. How many carbs are in those tortillas? Do you know? No, ma'am, I don't know. Um, what, what can I get you? Do you have ground beef? No. Mm, okay, and she just leaves. It's like, lady, try something new. No, but the thing is, like, anybody who has had authentic Mexican tacos, right? Yeah. Why would you want ground beef when you can have steak? Nostalgia for Ooh. us. And not really nostalgia. It's 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 but it's comfort just food. but but obviously ground beef is like an inferior cut of the of the cow. Yeah, but there's a certain flavor to it that if you associate that as what you get in a taco, if you get something different, your brain's going this doesn't taste right, and so you're always going to default back to yeah. So the thinking so the, the, the the thinking of the heavily seasoned ground beef yeah. that you get from like you know comfort yeah. food. Well, there's yeah, there's a thing you don't heavily season it. You season it just right. 
So it's comfort food for me because I remember when we were younger, my mom would make us tacos. But when we didn't have a lot of money to, you know, go buy, you know, the carnets to make carne asada tacos or whatever, she would buy, you know, a pound of ground beef, cook that up in a skillet, season it up a little bit with, you know, some salt, pepper, uh, you know, whatever else she put into it. And she would get tortillas and like kind of like fry the tortillas up and bend them a little. So they're like, they're not crispy. They just have a little bit more uh, uh, durability to them. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're, they're a little fried. Cool. Yeah. You know, lettuce, uh, some sour cream, a little bit of tomato. And then um, I would put a Texas peat on them. Yeah. And bro, comfort food. I would love, I, I'm going to ask my mom to make me something when I go again to her house. <laughs> yeah. My mom did something similar where, like a lot of times you're limited to what you have, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she would buy obviously like a pack of ground beef, but she's not just going to like season it a little bit. My, what my mom would do is like, she'd cut up a tomato and onion and jalapeno, throw that in there, get yeah. them nice and sauteed, throw the ground beef in there. And then she's also going to like, you know, add like a, like a, like a tamatil fucking sauce, you yeah. know, like, and it makes it like a little like nice yeah. Mexican. Yeah. Ground beef. Like a picadillo almost. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and that too, picadillo. You yeah, know, you, they cut up beef. a potato with the with the ground beef. Yeah, and uh, fucking throw that shit on like a sope or something. Woo, that shit was good. Yeah, but um, and you layer it with a li- nice little layer of beans on the bottom. Mm, yes. So if you do go, um, well, let me back up. Whenever we're about to try a quote unquote Mexican restaurant, there's I feel like there's one or two things that I can always judge. If they're going to be a good restaurant on. Yeah, I have two things I judge them on. Mm. It's uh, rice and beans. Mm. If you fuck up rice and beans, you're not good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I saw this video where this guy was like, do you know how to find the best authentic Chinese restaurant? 3.5. Yeah, three, yeah. yeah 3.5 mm-hmm. stars. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. his face? Uh, we talked about it. It's, uh, what's his face? Freddie Wong? Yeah. Is that what it yeah, yeah, it's that's Freddie Wong from, yeah, uh, from a Rocket Jump. And yeah. Dungeons yeah. Daddy's podcast. Yeah. And it is yeah. so true because I've been mm-hmm. to a Chinese restaurant before that was like a four and a half star place. And I was like, the food and the environment and everything is nice, but it doesn't have that it doesn't have that extra like it doesn't have that that kick and flavor. And I need taste. to see a roach at least once a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember like, we, that's uh, the Chinese place that's here in town. The China Walk? Yeah. We've been going there since we fucking got here. Dude, you know at one point in time, that place got a rating of two? (laughs) Still went. I didn't give a fuck. No, they literally were on... They were gonna get closed down, and I don't know what the... I don't know if they fucking bribed the health department, but the next day, like the day after they got that two rating, they were like... like. 7.5 7.5 like <laughs> they did something they did something but the thing was i remember walking in there all the time fucking cat on the counter the old like nice chinese lady just yeah. uh, being just like oh how i help you how many people whatever yeah. and then you go over there the fucking carpet is filthy mm-hmm. the the place is not clean but that food was fire that every fucking time my favorite thing to get now it grew on me, and I cannot stop eating it. The fucking uh, salt and pepper shrimp that they make. Oh. Yeah, with the jalapenos and the, and the onion in it. It's I have a funny story. One, one time we went to China Walk, mm-hmm. and uh, I went with, with, our, with our cousin, Dago, yeah. right? And we went there, and uh, we had a younger, like, 
uh, a younger like Asian dude who also mm-hmm. was bilingual. He knew Spanish. Dude, all of them know Spanish. Yeah. So they would talk yeah. to a lot of the Hispanic customers right there. And he was funny as hell. He'd be there like, you know, cracking up like all the people at the tables, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was a really good waiter. He was checking up on our drinks. Yeah. He was making sure they were good, whatever. We left him a good tip, right? And I think we, I think like, I don't know, how much does it cost to eat there? Like seven or eight yeah, bucks? Like seven bucks. Yeah. yeah, seven or eight bucks, right? And we tipped him like $20, yeah. right? Like we get, like we spent, we gave him more in tip than what we spent on food, right? Mm-hmm. And then as we're walking away, we hear him in the background, $20? Woo, I'm buying a blunt. <laughs> and, I <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God damn, like they're funny as hell. Yeah, they're all amazing. All the people that work there are amazing workers. Um, I mean, they cleaned up the place a little bit more, um, like a couple of years back. Yeah, uh, even before COVID. Yeah, um, they cleaned up and you know kind of got it a little bit more ship shape. Uh, that food though is the best Chinese food here. Well, honestly, down the fucking road there was another buffet, the the Hong Kong buffet. That I had closed e- down like two months after it opened. Yeah, because yeah. I actually ate there. I got I got Me invited too. to go eat there. That place was fucking filthy. But the thing was, the food didn't match up. The food was kind of like, it was really like mediocre as fuck. We went there, um, it was like when they like first opened and like, you can see it on people's faces. Like they were eating their food at the tables and they're just like, "Mm, yeah, it's all right. It's funny. uh, We, we didn't like the food all that much that again, I had gone to this restaurant with our cousin Dago. We got a bunch of crawfish and popped them on our fingers and started having a little puppet, (laughs) started having a little puppet show. And then (laughs) this is my family. Yeah. You see, but it's funny because we were we were we were there and we're like we had finished our first plate and we're like, "Yo, dog, this food ain't that great." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm still gonna get two more plates." Like, fuck it. Like, like we we already we already paid. Like, I'm not gonna fucking waste that money. Pricier too. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, they were like twelve bucks a fucking person. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they closed down pretty quick after that. Yeah, yeah. It's still there. The building's still there. No one's bought it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things. All right. Next um, question. Next. In the same vein of food, because now we've talked about food for like, what, in 30 minutes? No, fuck 20 uh, minutes. Why? Th- I mean, no disrespect. I say this as someone who has very low tolerance for spice. Why does all of the food give you indigestion? Because that's how you measure it's good. Like, it has flavor. I understand that. Yeah. But is it really enjoyable if you're sit if you're shitting yourself on the toilet after you? I mean, eat? we saw that that uh, what is it that Taco Chronicles uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. n- uh, Netflix show, and the people talk about it on there uh, to have indigestion is to be Mexican. Like, yeah, whatever yeah. you eat, it, everything has a spice in it. Everything has a pepper yeah. in it. Of but some sort. I mean, it's also one of the things where it's kind of like you just adapt to the food that you eat. Yeah, because you know they they always, they always say that your stomach has its own biome. Right. Mm -hmm. And depending on what kind of food you consume a lot of, that's what your body's more accustomed to. If you're accustomed to eating trash all the time, like trash food, and you start eating salads, your body's going to be like, what is this? And you'll have the runs right after. What are you, gay? (laughs) (laughs) Your body's literally just being like, no, healthy's healthy's wrong. Stop. Yeah, like the spicy food. Like, you see my mom eat. Jesus Christ. Well, and that's like, I, I mean, I love the food that 
your family makes. I love the food your mom's makes. But I just think about that fucking spicy shrimp that your dad makes all the fucking time. Oh, and every time we it. walk in the house, your eyes start watering and you're like, yes. And you immediately eat it. <laughs> and then you are crying on the toilet later. And I'm like, why do you keep doing this? Because it's yourself? good. Yeah. So, but the way my We're dad, he makes a shrimp. So he gets uh, some garlic and some uh, onions and he yeah. sautés it. He, it's whenever he cooks on the disco outside over like the fucking like pro- uh, propane fucking yeah. uh, fire thing. So he, he sautés that up a little bit, gives it a nice little color, gets the flavors out. Mm-hmm. The uh, the what's called the uh, uh, there's something in garlic that when you smash it, it comes out. The oh my god. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it gives it a really good flavor, and then he throws a shrimp onto it, and he kind of cooks it into that. Let's cook. Let's all the juices in there. Drops a little bit of oil, so it soaks it up more. Yeah. And right when it's about to be finished, big ass spoonful of the chili and oil from Chinese restaurant. Mm. Yeah, so all that oil and all that chili smacks it onto that shit and starts sauteing it up in that. It binds to the shrimp, and it is the spiciest fucking thing ever. Eat that shit on a tostada. Next time when they start cooking out again, I'll tell you and see if you can come over. That way you can have it. Dude, I remember one time, I I used to work at a job where majority of it was like Latino people, right? Um, You know, nothing but paisanos from Mexico, you know? (laughs) And the thing was, they used to always, on like every week, they'd have a different person um, sell plates of food, right? So, you know, some weeks you'd get tamales, sometimes you'd get menudo, pozole, um, you know, tacos, shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. There was this one guy who used to always sell, like, different dishes. And one day he was like, hey, uh, tomorrow I'm selling this shrimp dish. Yeah, do you want some? I was like, yeah, go ahead and uh, write me, write me, like, one dish, right? Dude, when I tell you not one person could finish this shrimp <laughs> because it was so fucking spicy... Within the first fucking few bites, you were fucking sweating. It was so fuck. I ate the I ate like majority of the dish. I probably had like two or three little shrimp left, but I was like, like I was trying to breathe. I was trying to breathe out my ears, dog. I was it like, sounds like um when uh, that one restaurant, the, the the wings that you got in Houston. No, not that the the restaurant here in Gainesville, the the fucking Mexican place where I got the shrimp at. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> the uh, one where you're you turn completely yeah, red and start sweating. El Patron over yeah. here, uh, like next to the Bargain Hunt. Yeah, yeah, they had this uh, dish. It's a uh, it's it's not the Camarones de la Diabla. It's um, I forget what they call it, but it's whole shrimps and they saute it up in this hot like honey like chile sauce. Mm-hmm. Super tasty, delicious flavor. After like I ate one. I was sweating. <laughs> I was like, these are so fucking good, but I'm dying. And then the waiter came over and made fun of you. Yeah, the waiter came over and was like, ha, ha, ha. I can see. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking hot, man. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I can't talk Spanish right now. <laughs> I, it was so funny. That dish that we had eaten, that everyone had at work ate, yeah. it was so fucking hot. They all were like going up to him and like, God damn, dude, who the fuck are you angry at? Yeah. It's like, who are you trying to kill? Like... Yeah, I remember uh, walking when out in high school when I would come into the house and mom's cooking and she's making like salsa or something in the fucking uh, in the blender, like blending it all up and everything. Mm-hmm. You walk into a wall of like pepper spray. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, ah, God. And then I feel bad because Maria's over there in her wheelchair. <laughs> you know, she can't duck. And she's like, ah. <laughs> So I like lean her back. I'm like, Mom, it's fucking hot. And she oh. turns around and her eyes are all watery. She's like, yeah, it's going to be really good. <laughs> 
You need like straight lava. That or whenever they're like fucking sauteing the onions and you're just like, oh, oh you're just eyes are like fucking dried out. <laughs> but so my mom likes um she likes um like just like steamed crab and she'll do like a mm. garlic on them and everything. And one time she wanted to try a different thing because um uh one of her coworkers, Dino, uh he brought some like like uh uh like uh Louisiana style, like so it had like old bay or whatever on it and something. But he made it spicy. He had the spicy sauce that went with it, too. So my mom, he told my mom what it was. She went to go buy it, and she wanted to make it. And, you know, like, she had the pans on hot, so that way you can, you know, cook fast enough so it gets out ready fast. <laughs> what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to throw everything in first and then pour the sauce on it. So that way it absorbs into it. She poured the sauce into the hot-ass pan, immediately turned in the vapor. All of us were in the house. She's like... <clears throat> <laughs> it literally like you cannot breathe we had to duck down <laughs> i remember that shit would get so bad we would have to open the front door and get a fan yeah. just to get that shit out of there dude it was oh, so God. fucking or worse whenever they would be frying something and the oil starts burning and the house is just full of smoke yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah. i remember uh my neighbor um juanita she would uh she could never <laughs> She always burned the beans. <laughs> no matter what. Like, my mom would remind her, hey, Juanita, you have beans on the comal. You got to go turn them off. Juanita's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go over there in a bit. And then an hour would pass. And we're at our house. And we can smell her house. Like, we're like, Juanita, los frijoles. And you see her like, ay. Uh, and then she runs out the door. And she's here in the back door just walking out and dumps black out of a fucking thing. out. Yeah, oh my god. I don't know how many times I've seen that happen. It's so fucking sad. Whenever whenever you see a mom burn her beans, it's like... It's not a good day. It's not a good day. Yeah. Because beans are... That's gold right there. Like, yeah. That's every meal. You can make so many meals with those beans. It's, 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 it's a compliment, and it's a meal itself. Like, if you have nothing, fucking tortilla, beans, you got a meal. Um, you got to stretch those beans sometimes. You have a... A uh, pan of beans that's been on the fucking stove for like a month, and you're just like, mm, throw a little water on it, get them nice and smushy again. Hey, we got beans again. Yeah, and I so, think yeah. I think uh, I know a lot of people have like asked that before in the past to me, and it's like, why do why is it that Mexican people consume so much beans? And I was like, well, the thing is, it's like a mainstay of every dish. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not just a an affordable thing that you can cook because it is very like cost effective, mm-hmm. but it's also like a means of survival. And also a means of like just your palate and and taste. Yeah. Like beans are literally life. Like yeah. you could survive off of nothing but beans for fucking week. Yeah, I mean, you you're going to. You cut that shit with a little bit of lard, you're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. It's not the healthiest thing, but you can survive off of it. Yeah. I'm surprised that you married me knowing that I don't like beans. Well, you don't like pinto beans. You like black beans at least. Well, no, I didn't like any beans when I met you. But now you do. Yes. Yeah. But I remember when I first met your family, mm-hmm. and I think oh, it was the yeah. first time I had dinner over at your mom's house, mm-hmm. and she was trying to serve up a plate, and she's like, you know, los arroz, and then she was like, frijoles, and I'm just like, uh, no frijoles, por favor. Uh, you <laughs> ate them. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a plate of, like, what, the mashed beans, the mashed yeah. pintos? Yeah. But the look on her face when I had to tell her I didn't like beans, <laughs> she just looked at you like you've made a mistake. <laughs> But yeah, um, and it was cool. Like, um, I got to see both sides of that, like the black beans and pinto beans. Because mm-hmm. when I moved to California with my friend, his wife, uh, they were a different kind of Mexican. 
Um, uh, and they mainly black beans. And then the, um, we don't do it a lot. Green pozole. Mm. Yeah, it's good, but we don't. It's not a staple of ours. We do the red pozole, mm. but they yeah. mainly do green pozole, black beans. Uh, you know, blue corn tortillas. Honestly, growing up, like my, my mom obviously majority of the time was it was pinto beans, but my mom would make black beans sometimes. Yeah, and I mean they're not the, bad. the only the only difference is when my mom made pinto beans and she would serve them. Obviously, she mashed them. Yeah. Right, but the only way she would eat black beans is she would eat them whole, but mm. with a slice of queso fresco on top of it. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mom would always keep uh just cook beans like in their own juices yeah because every mexican mom i think your mom had one too because there was two of them there was one for the beans and then one for the for the pickled jalapenos and carrots it's that rectangular box that clear plastic box that has the handle that pulls up and you know everything will come out of the juices you grab what you want put it back down put the lid on it back in the fridge i just remember (laughs) and i know you could probably relate yeah the sense of joy you get when you hear one of your like aunts or your mother ask, who has the operator? Who's got the big-ass pot? Because you know when they're breaking out the big-ass uh, yeah. pot, they're making tamales. Yes. Mm. yes. Uh, my mom, when she makes tamales, the whole house smelled amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I need a candle with that scent. <laughs> Just tamales. <laughs> uh, they make them, too. We yeah. found them on, what, Etsy? Yeah. Yeah, someone yeah, makes yeah. a tamale can- candle. I think we <laughs> Yeah, they're expensive as fuck, too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, shit, I'll buy it. Well, you don't want it, the candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's, like, vagina? No. Goop. <laughs> it smells like goop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, fucking... Uh, oh, I saw another... You know the whole thing, uh, talking about food? The cowboy caviar and all that oh, shit? Yeah. yeah. There's a new one. Oh. It's a new one. It's a... What's it called? It's like uh, Mexican Dirty Water. Orchata. Which actually I found out that orchata is actually traditionally an African drink. Yeah. It's um it, it came from over there, the slaves brought it over, and the Mexican was like, mm, we fuck with this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty I mean, like talking about the food, that's all Mexican food is. There are indigenous foods that we still eat, mm-hmm. but then uh fucking um uh tacos de trompo, like mm-hmm. when the, the fucking uh shits on the on the fucking spit spinning in a circle. Yeah, yeah. Turkey. Yeah. And then, you know, orchata came from Africa. Uh, we have some Spanish dishes, too. And then, yeah. Uh, I know the yeah. I know the 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 main dishes that I know that are traced back to the ancient Mexicas would be mole, mm-hmm. uh, chomporado, and um, what's the other one? See, There's... that's another one I can't fuck with, man, chomporado. Really? Yeah. We talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you've been colonized like a motherfucker. Not that. It's just I don't. It just doesn't taste that great. It's it? the German in you. Yeah, probably. I mean, if if an old Schnitzel. if an old Hispanic woman hands me a thing of champurado, like my grandma did it once, and I was like, I'll drink it. Like I'll 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 drink it. I don't like it. I'll, I'll gulp that shit, yeah. dog. It's oh, yeah, fucking down yeah. like a shot. It's so thick and warm, mm-hmm. like cum. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so God. white and milky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? Arroz con leche? <laughs> That's another one that's fucking amazing. Yeah, I fucking love arroz con leche. God, yeah. I haven't had that forever. Mm-hmm. Because that one time where they made it with coconut. Yeah, so, <laughs> so some Hispanics, they put coconut in it. Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Oh. And, uh, it was at my, my coworkers over in Houston. Uh, the production ladies, they would all make, like, food on certain days. Yeah. And they were having a, a baby shower for one of the ladies out there. And I saw, like, fucking out of school niche. And I was like, fuck, yeah. I'm going I'm to eat the fuck out of this. They gave me a cup of it. I took one bite. And I was like, mm, crunch. That wasn't rice. Yeah. And then I tasted it. I was like, that's coconut. Fuck. For those who don't know, I am allergic to coconut. Definitely allergic. Yeah. I will start throwing up until I start throwing up blood. You're not the only one in the family allergic to coconut. Who else is? My sister. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's allergic to two things. Oddly enough, she's allergic to coconut. And a job. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's allergic to coconut and, oddly enough, pineapple. Pineapple? Yeah. One day she ate, like, like you know, like how you can buy, like, fresh fruit, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the thing, and you put, like, the quinoa on it and shit. She started eating, like, pineapple, and then she uh, she just started getting, like, really sick. She goes to the hosp- hospital, and the thing, they're like, you're having an allergic reaction. So they gave her, like, the allergy test, and they're like, you're allergic to the pineapple. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. So yeah. no pink Oh, no, for no. Her? I just remembered. She's allergic to three things. What? Okay. Coconut? Pineapple and white chocolate. White chocolate. She she ate a she ate a cookies and cream um, Hershey bar and got sick. Is that white chocolate? Yeah. 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 I thought it was cream. No, it's white chocolate. It's white chocolate. I wonder if it's some kind of food coloring then. I'm not sure, but apparently they said that she's allergic to white chocolate. So those she um, she's allergic to those. I know me and my mom and you are allergic to penicillin. Yeah. So we can't eat blue cheese and shit. No. Either way, blue cheese smells like ass anyway. Yeah, it's gross. Um, Get the shit out of here. Anyways, let's move on to the next question. Yeah, let's do the next one. All we've been, right. we've been talking wants. about food for like yeah. 40 minutes. Well, somewhat tied to food again. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's what being Mexican is. It's um, food. So I think the very, the, and I don't know if this is just a family thing or if this is truly a cultural thing. Um, y'all talk about your bodily functions so openly that it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so it's a cultural and it, like growing up, and again, it may it may just have been my family. Like we don't talk about poop, we don't talk about farts, we don't talk about anything that happens in our body unless it's like if you mention that you have diarrhea, it's because you need to go to the doctor. So. Going over to the family's house and having spicy food and having indigestion a lot. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. I can't spend more than five minutes in the bathroom no matter what. Because if I do, someone's going to fucking know that I'm having issues. And then I I guess one point I had to stay in too long and I came out and you're like, what's wrong? And I'm like pulling you aside like, hey, like I'm, I'm having issues. Like, can we go? And all of a sudden, all the fucking theaters like, oh my God, are you okay? Do you have the shits? I can give you this, I can give you this, I'll take you to the yeah, kitchen, we got all these medicines, and yeah. I'm like, whoa, 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 you don't need to know about my shits. Like, See, what are we doing? It's, it's, we tell you, we tell what's happening, we say what's happening to our bodies because we have remedies for this. You know, yeah. fucking uh, mineral water, yeah. fucking topo chico, whole lime, some salt, and a little bit of baking powder. Or baking soda. Which one is it? Baking soda. Baking soda? Yeah, baking yeah. soda. Kind of stir it up. Chug that bitch down. Indigestion. Heartburn. Everything's gone. Yeah, but yeah. like... Pepto-Bismol. Yeah. I don't has want your mom to know that I'm tearing up her fucking bathroom. But that that's bathroom the, gets but, tore up all No, the but I think, it, I think it's just the comfort of our own bodies. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, like... 
we get mocked like in our families for you know being fat being lazy like being like being forgetful shit like that you know we acknowledge our our shortcomings and the thing is being sick to like whenever whenever somebody's sick or, or someone has diarrhea or whatever we don't like we'll bring levity to it so yeah. it's not seen as like a like a like a thing to feel ashamed of yeah see white people culture like it's you don't talk about it because you know we, we do it as it's a community thing to where like if someone's sick we need to take <laughs> care of you this is a community poop the only yeah. thing the <laughs> only so the only thing like here's the thing uh we will openly talk about the things that we love and dislike we'll talk about our bodily functions will we talk like i mean on the latino side a lot of our stuff that we grow up is hyper sexualized you know yeah. and so to us sex is just a thing it's just like like it's not something to be frowned upon you know mm-hmm. to talk about you can joke about it it's perfectly fine the only thing i've ever noticed in the latino community that you do not argue about is religion because mm-hmm. people get up in arms about that shit yep hardcore yeah hardcore like I mean, if I don't know if you've ever seen two people like argue like about about like you know Catholicism versus like evangelical like bullshit and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it is a nightmare. And the thing is, I will say this, and um, it'll come down to throwing hands sometimes. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. And the thing is, like, I I hate to say it, but sometimes his his oh, Latino people. I, I'm trying to avoid using the word Hispanic because I like the word Latino more. But I'm just to say Hispanic. We're about the same. Uh, yeah, I know, but we, still. We, we, like we, uh, Hannah sent me a whole uh, TikTok about it. Me and you, like our families, we can be Hispanic and Latino. It's a broken down thing. You, you know it better. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Hispanic means that you come from a country where they speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So that means that people from Spain are also Hispanic people. Yeah, but I don't like to identify myself as yeah, any yeah, yeah. portion of Spain because I'm like, fuck those no, fuck but that's faces. What I'm Being Hispanic doesn't necessarily mean coming from Spain. It just means you come from yeah. a country that speaks Spanish. Being Latino actually means that you come from a country that was colonized by a Latin country, mm. meaning France, Italy, and Spain. So if you say that you don't want anything to do with Spain, Latino actually comes from that so yeah. hispanic would actually mean more of just i come from a spanish-speaking country but yeah. so since y'all are from mexico which was colonized by the spaniards and is spanish-speaking y'all are both basically yeah yeah interesting yeah yeah so like, that's crazy. why they're I, I was like oh i never knew that you would think it would be the opposite yeah so it's really yeah. interesting but yeah. but yeah i mean again going back to your question it's just like it for me my understanding is it's a community thing where I mean, when we were young, like, we come from, you know, bigger families. Like, you, I mean, you had a good-sized family. Yeah. To yeah. where, like, if one person's sick, you need to take care of that before everyone gets sick. Mm, Meaning, true. and if someone gets, if a kid is sick, that means a parent going to get sick. And if one of those parents can't work, that's money. Like, yeah. you just lost that income if, you're, if that parent cannot go to work. Yeah. So you have to nip it in the bud as a community to get it done, get it out of the way, get it taken care of. But it's still interesting. So, like, you come from a family of four kids. I come from a family of four kids. Yeah. And, like, we all, I mean, for a lot of my life, we have one bathroom. So if Same. someone ruins that bathroom, I mean, you're having a bad day. 
And yet we would never say anything. I mean, we would never say like, oh, like who sunk up the bathroom? It was just like a note. That is a private thing. But in your family, it's like, oh, you can't go in the bathroom after yeah. Jose because it's going to fucking reek. Oh, so it's I'll tear that motherfucker opposite. up. You know, when one of our uncles tore up the bathroom, when you hear another uncle go, no, my miss. <laughs> like, no, my miss, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I remember some of our uncles would come out of the bathroom after being there for so long. You'd be like, what took so long? He's like, I know, mama estaba bien grande, lo tenía que cortar con tijeras. And you'd just be like, what the fuck? Like, uh, translation, uh, the poop was so long, they had to use a pair of scissors to trim it down. Which I... <laughs> I've had a poop like that too. Okay, so have you ever learned something from like other people where they didn't know it was a weird fucking thing? So, okay. So one of my friends, um, his um, girlfriend that he that he dated like a few years back, right? She was talking about poop scissors, and she was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And she she was like, "You guys don't do that." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "Well, my granddad's been doing that for years." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So apparently, her grandfather was super paranoid about clogging the toilet oh that he had a dedicated pair of scissors that he used to oh cut the God. poops. He would cut the poops up. Oh. So that way, whenever he would flush, it would guarantee that none of the poops would clog the pipes. <laughs> what fucking rock-hard poops is that? Old and then have? we were all like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How do you store them? Because you have those a little have to be the nasty But like shit. I always thought that was super interesting is like sometimes you grow up in a because fa- for us, you know, us being Hispanic like Hispanic, Latino, whatever. Yeah. Like we grow up with some things that is just the norm for us, you know? Like I remember the first time I ever went over to my white friend's house and I had a bag of Mexican candy and they mm-hmm. tasted it for the first time and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "What? You don't like tamarindo?" And they're like, "Like this tastes nasty." Like, this is my pelo Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you and you you just be like, "I mean, this is just candy to us." Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like and it's just one of those things where, like, to us, culturally, it's normal. But to other people, it's just weird. And then sometimes families develop their own weird things that other families don't do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we have any weird things. Um, I, I'm not always... I'm not positive. I don't think we did really anything that weird. No. I mean, obviously, we were all fucking... We were a bunch of weirdos. We were assholes. That, too. Oh, we're, yeah. a real, we're a really mean yeah, family. My family. We come from a long line of assholes. Yeah. But the yeah. thing was, that was like how we showed love. Yeah. We showed love by making fun of each other. We made each other laugh, you know? And the same thing, like, like still, to this day, my mom makes fun of me for how long I take in the bathroom. Because I do take a long time same. to... to, to, to to use the bathroom i'll come out and my mom's like you okay and i was like i'm sweating one out mom because like, it just came out of me it came out like a fucking river like and then you know we I, we just we just laugh about it and of course like i'm always cutting up and cracking up but like uh about like just inappropriate things you yeah. know like my mom used to like smack me if she heard me curse and now I curse like a fucking sailor around her yeah. and she's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like she just did her part because she knew like, at, like as, as when I was younger, it's inappropriate for me to speak this way, you yeah. know, especially around your elders. Now that I am an adult, she can't really dictate my life. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the same thing with like, you know, in your mom, when my mom first found out that I was smoking, no, stop that as an adult doesn't give a fuck anymore. The yeah. same with drinking. You turn 21, you're able to drink. 
Your mom doesn't want you to drink. She doesn't want you to be a drunk, but you're yeah. going to get drunk. I mean, the only thing my mom ever told me, because I, I, I drink when I was like 18, 19. That's when I started really drinking. It's against the law. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the police. Come straight into Compton. But, um. Y'all finish or y'all done? <laughs> but, um. Like, the only thing my mom told me is, like, she just looked me, you know, dead in the eye. I was like, don't drive. I'm not getting you out of jail. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Because she knew that I would, you know. Yeah, it took me a second, but I know my limits. <laughs> I know when to stop. Sometimes I don't, but at the still at the same time, I still know not to, you know, fucking drive drunk or do something stupid that will put me in jail. I know when to sit the fuck down. Like I I'm just, like, I'm done, and I'll just sit there. I just knew the biggest taboo was drugs. See, was drugs. See, my mom knew I smoked weed. My mom found out later, and my mom, being the religious person that she is, you know, yeah. she freaked the fuck out. But here's the funny thing: <laughs> the devil's lettuce. <laughs> here's the funny thing about it: I used to have this running thing that I used to always say. I would go to my friend's house for like a band practice, you know, back when we were doing the whole metal band shit, right? And I would, before I'd leave the house, or I was like, All right, later, mom, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you Monday. I'm going to go with my friends and get high. And she'd just be like, sigale, sigale, right? But every time I leave the house, I'd be like, later, mom, I'm going to go get high. And I would go get high. Yeah. And then the one day, so apparently what happened was uh, I had smoked with, again, our cousin <laughs> Dago, uh, him and his friend had some weed, and I was just like, "I want to go. Uh, I want some. I want fucking smoke. Fuck it." So I smoked with them. It was some shit weed, and I, I didn't even really get me all that high, whatever. But I completely forgot about it. A week later, my mom. I come home. My mom is furious. She's like, "What did I? I heard that Dago got caught smoking weed, and he said he smoked weed with his friend and you, that you were there, and you smoked weed. I was like, Mom, it wasn't even that strong. And then, <laughs> and, then, and she was just like, you're smoking weed? I was like, Mom, every time that I go to my friend's house, what do I tell you? I'm going to go smoke weed. It's and, your fault. You used to feel Yeah, and I literally said to her face that I was like, like I, I told her, I was like, Mom, I never lied to you. Yeah. I never lied to you. And then she slapped me. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mom never, like, said out loud, like, I know you're smoking weed, but I knew that she knew. Because, mm. I mean, <laughs> that one time I got high with my buddies, uh, like, at the park, and then we went back to class. <laughs> like, I went home because I had it hidden in, like, the back of one of my speakers in, in my room. Yeah. And my mom's like, what are you doing at home? And I was like, oh, I'm just grabbing something. She's like, don't drive. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, my buddy drove. So I was like, all right, cool. And then I had Taco Bell, and it was delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's... I had a very different experience. <laughs> was That was your first time smoking weed. What are you talking about? With, uh... No. When was your first time smoking weed? Thanksgiving with John. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He no, gave me the weed I'm pen. saying, like, everything was rules growing up for me. Yeah. So, like, don't do drugs. Don't... Don't drink alcohol. Don't have sex before marriage. Like all, all that fucking stuff. And you would hear it over and over and over. Yeah. So that you were terrified mm -hmm. of making a mistake and going against the rules. So I remember when I think I was like 20 um, is when I was like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to not cuss anymore. Like what, what, what is this doing for me not to cuss in front of people. Wait, you Why? didn't cuss until you're 20? Yeah. 
And what? so, yeah. You know yeah. what, Jose? You're being a real doofus right now. <laughs> You're being a real dingbat. I can't believe I said that. No, I mean, you couldn't even say damn in my, in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Because, or you could say heck, but that was still a little close to it. So you couldn't say damn, you couldn't say hell, you couldn't say anything. So I remember... <laughs> Meanwhile, 13-year-old me, what the fuck? <laughs> My cock is dragging on the ground, what the fuck? Yeah. No, so like... Shit, fuck. When I was 20, I finally started like cussing with my friends, and then I went home, and I had to sit my mom down and be like, hey, um, so I'm this? an adult now, and I don't feel like there's any reason why I shouldn't cuss. So do you like I'm probably going to end up saying something around you, and I just want you to know so that you're not worried. She's like, "Oh, oh, that's okay. You're an adult." And then um, the next day, she heard me say "fuck," and I just heard her like saw her flinch because she was so surprised by me saying a cuss word. And even to this day, <laughs> if you watch her, she still she acts like she's you know all cool with it, but she's still a little on yeah. edge when you cuss around. I her. remember the one of the first times when we. Uh, when we went for Christmas that yeah. one year, and it was fucking cold as shit. We went to Christmas in Sioux Falls. That was a mistake. In South Dakota. <laughs> it was like negative 40 fucking degrees. It was negative 32. Don't ne- be dramatic. It was negative 40 with the wind. I have the picture. <laughs> Anyways, so we... Um, <laughs> I, t- I talked the way I fucking talk. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll cuss. I'm not, I'm not over there just cussing just to cuss, but it'll come out. Yeah. And like I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I'm sorry. A, a, a story after you're done. Okay. But yeah, like, uh, I forgot. I was talking to your mom about something, and she said, like, oh, well, you know, this is happening. I was like, oh, well, shit. And she was like, okay. <laughs> just It's just funny. Like, I, like, she gets very taken aback by it. Yeah. Like, it's just like, what? Shit. Shit. Fuck. I've talk, only heard her pussy. cuss, I think, three times in my lifetime. And the farthest she will ever, ever go is to say shit. That's it. She, w- I have never heard her say fuck in my oh, entire geez. life. Yeah. All right. It's What's just sad. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, my friend, one of my buddies, Chris, back when we were in high school, uh, I was notoriously a gutter mouth. Yeah. Still am. Uh, he at the time was dating this girl who was a little on the religious size. <gasps> and he was like, dude, she really, doesn't feel comfortable around people that curse a lot. So try to tone it down a bit. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then, uh, he, and then he was like, I'm going to, she's going to come by later during practice. Please don't do anything like inappropriate. I'm like, I'll be fine. You sure you're I'll be good. fine. <laughs> and then, uh, they come walking into the practice space and she's introducing herself to everybody. And then she comes over, and I come over, right? And she's like, oh, this is Pedro. He's our vocalist of the band, right? And I shake her hand. I was like, what up, you dumb fucking cunt? And then I, and then I, and then I walk away, and I fart. <laughs> and then my buddy Chris is like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then after that, I was like, I was like, Chris, stop being a little bitch and let's practice this set. (laughs) I just don't understand why people get so butthurt about words. (laughs) This is such a fucking asshole. (laughs) The thing was, ever since that day, that girl fucking 
hated Oh, I me wonder why. I know, but <laughs> I called her a cunt. You I mean, farted you know. on her. I didn't fart on her. Yeah, I farted near Jesus. her. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the thing was like I don't like being told not to do something. Yep. It makes me want to do it even more. Yep. It's kind of like I it, guess it runs in the fucking family. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like it, for me, I'm sorry, but this whole like having the diabetes and everything, having the the you know the sugars, I hate it. Yeah. Like it's it's not like you know I'm not I'm I'm good now. Like my levels are a little low and stuff like that, so I'm I'm getting the hang of it. But it is more annoying more frustrating than it is scary to me now because now i have something telling me that i have to do things a certain way yeah and i'm like this is fucking bullshit i want to eat what i want to eat i want i'm like and then like i think to myself i sound like my dad yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's what yeah. that's what a lot of family i mean our grandma for years has been like just let me die happy you know yeah. but and i understand that mentality my mom's helping her <laughs> That, like, I understand that mentality. I really do. But um, as far as my health goes, you know, I've been trying really careful to not fall into that line of thinking because I know, like, we have bad genetics. And the only way you can really prevent those genetics taking over your life is by doing what you can to minimize it. What are you talking about, man? We're perfect. What are you talking about? There's 10 people in our family with fucking diabetes. Yeah, and heart problems and uh, cancer. and Gastroenteritis. Thyroid issues yeah. and all that kind of shit, you We're know? We're fine. Fucking Hopkins lymphoma. Yeah. Like, it's all, it's a bunch of bullshit, you know? But the thing is, like, I don't want to subscribe to the idea that our family is cursed. I've had this discussion with my wife, and she's like, it sounds like your family is cursed. I was like, I'm not going to allow some voodoo bullshit dictate my life. And I'm not going to let some fucking bullshit belief that that we are destined to fall into ruin because of some fucking generational mindset. I'm going to do it. It's the same way how I've actively for years have been combating against like the Latino community and its toxic masculinity. Yeah. Mm. The thing is I despise it and I hate it. I've actively have talked to younger dudes who I work with who have these moments of rage of feeling inadequate and they don't have people to talk to because they are, they're told to suck it up. And I tell them every time, stop holding on to that anger express what you're angry about and understand that there are solutions to it and you don't have to follow these fucking guidelines that were set on uh, by people before you their mindsets did nothing but ruin their like like view on the world why wouldn't i want people to like have like a a better mindset in life but instead drown in their sorrow because they're taught that like expressing yourself is like something to be considered weak. Yeah. So that was actually one of my questions. Why is there so much internalized emotion? Cause why, why, like why, why is it so hard for people in the Latino community to go to therapy, to get help, to talk about those like deep rooted things. And I understand like there's, you know, there's historical things of, you are, you know, you're working, you're just trying to survive, you don't have the time and the money to be able to address it. But I still feel like even when people do, it's still just like, get over it, don't cry, stop being a fucking baby. And I don't understand that. It's tied to the machismo thing. It's also tied to your religious beliefs. You know, if you have a problem, pray about it. Jesus will take care of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that, that's a big part of it. It's the whole religious side of it. It's like, oh, 
you just need to pray about it. Yeah. Like, no, I don't work out my issues if I just pray about it to someone. You just pray and the gay then, away, Jose. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. people who are struggling in like Hispanic. Actually, that does work. He's leaving proof. Every now and then, he'll suck a dick every now and then. But you know. But no, like yeah, like um, <laughs> it's like that one fucking joke. It's like I suck ten dicks just to make sure, just to make sure. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's it's just tied to the whole machismo thing. It's like you're. You're supposed to be, you know, fucking valiente. You're supposed to be brave, strong. You're the man of the house. You need to provide. You don't have time for, you know, all this fucking woman bullshit of feelings. And it's it just, it's that. It's, you it's, have to provide and you cannot provide if you're emotional. Yeah. Well, our, like our, all the roles, like even watching your family members where the women will serve the men. And I yeah, understand I like, that. like that's a cultural thing, but Hate it. it Like it gets me so angry, especially when the men just expect it. Like it's one thing to have it be like, oh, I'm doing something nice for my husband. It's another thing to be like an expectation because you are lower than me. And I I have to hold my tongue every fucking time. It's it it is that thing too. Like it is some people was like, Oh, you are below you're my wife, you're below me, you have to serve me. But other people, like you know how my sister is. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, she doesn't think she's below her husband at all. It, it, if it, anything, he's below her. <laughs> and she still serves him food. Yeah. Because she, it's something nice that she wants to do for him. That that's really. But if she wanted to, she. But if she wanted to, she could just she could she could whoop that man's ass. No, she'll 100%. beat the fuck. Out. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We told him. <laughs> he's had a citizenship now. It's great. Um, I'm happy for him. And we told him, I was like, hey man, if something happens, just say she hit you. <laughs> Domestic violence, you'll get that shit right away. She's like, I'll fucking do it. She's yeah, I'll give you a black eye, like if you want. I'll knock yeah. you the fuck out. And <laughs> she's cracking her knuckles already. Honestly, <laughs> all of it is just a sense of fucking pride that's instilled in you from your child. Yeah. As a child, you're taught that men have to be men, women have their roles. And the thing was, I never liked it. I never liked it because I saw what my sister went through and I saw like why my mother's mentality is the way she is. Cause it was, in, it was, in, it was indoctrinated in her to believe that she has to like provide for her man, that she has to do this and that. And that she's like, it's a common thing where like, it's almost expected for men to, to like cheat on their wives because mm-hmm. they have to be the fucking, like they get to get what they want because yeah. they work hard and they earn it and that they don't have to go to counseling. They can just drink their problems away and you have to be okay with it. Yep. Yeah. And it, and I've never subscribed to that mentality or yeah. that way of thinking. Like I have gotten into active like conversations where, you know, people ask like, you know, traditional Hispanic people will ask like, like I guess older Hispanic men will be like, Oh, does your wife cook for you? And I, every time I'm like, no, I cook, I cook in my, I cook in my household. I cook more than my wife. Yeah. My wife will cook, but majority of the time I do the cooking and she's, and they'll be like, why? It was like one, I enjoy cooking. Yeah. I like flavoring my food the way I like it. And my wife likes the way that I flavor it as well. Mm-hmm. And also we know that we, we take the role that we know that we're better suited for. If I enjoy cooking and I don't mind cooking, uh, I will do the cooking. What I hate is doing the dishes, but my wife doesn't mind doing the dishes. So she does the dishes. And like, I suck. I fucking suck at baking, but my wife loves yeah, baking. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. My wife loves baking. 
so she bakes. Yeah. And and then if she bakes, I will suck it up and wash after her because yeah. it's a give and take thing, you know. Yeah. I remember one time I got criticized. I was working at a job. Uh, I, I was working this job. It's like a it's like a one of those house repair jobs. I was yeah. I was a, I was a subcontractor at the time, and we had worked at this place and they had this beautiful rose bush, and. I don't subscribe to masculine like like um, like mindsets, right? Mm-hmm. And I will openly say that I fucking love flowers. I love flowers. Yeah, flowers are pretty. I picked a bunch of flowers and I brought them back. And my wife worked in the offices of that of that same business. I'm walking through with this fucking bouquet of flowers, and this guy was like, "You fucking suck up." And I stopped and I turned at him. I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Bringing your wife flowers?" I was like, "No, these are for me." And he was like, he was like, what? He's like, yeah, I like flowers, so I picked them for me. And then he was just so like thrown mm-hmm. off that I even said that. And he was like, you like flowers? I was like, yeah. yeah. What's wrong with flowers? Aren't these beautiful? Look at them. And then he and he was like, yeah, I guess they are. And then he just kind of like it. It just stopped him in his tracks. Yeah. Because the thing is, you have to call some of these I, people out and they're bullshit. Mm-hmm. It one. Yeah. It may. I think it makes me more of a man to admit that I like something than you to uh, like suppress that yeah yeah because obviously a lot of times people have pinned up masculinity because they're afraid of being any form of feminine and i think that's just fucking stupid i think it's stupid yeah like i've I've had openly i've had open discussions about my wife and sexuality my wife is bisexual and the more i didn't know denise was bisexual too yeah she's always been bisexual yeah, I'm and too, so and cool. the thing was, I've had this conversation before with my wife, and I kind of have pansexual mm-hmm. like tendencies. And, but th- because the thing is, I've told her before, I'm attracted to femininity more yeah. than anything. Yeah, because she's asked me the question before: Would you date a trans woman? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess it really depends on how I felt about that person. Yeah. If I was attracted enough to that person and I had a genuine connection to that person, I could probably see past some things enough to deal with it. And so more than likely I share pansexual traits. I just identify as a heterosexual male because I'm in a heterosexual relationship. But if I had the ten, if I because I'm so f- like far separated from that community, mm-hmm. I've never really had a chance to explore that. And I don't really have any reasons because I've already found my soulmate. I don't want yeah. to do that. So, so let me ask you, um, just from being bisexual, I'm just curious. When you say that you're attracted to femininity, yeah. do you mean that you're attracted to people who identify as female? Yes. Or, okay. So then I would say that if you're attracted to people who identify as female, even if that person is a trans person, that would still technically make you heterosexual because it's based on their identified yeah. gender. But, but if uh, it, w- w- I understand that it's mm-hmm. a little different because of like body parts and stuff like that. But if if you're saying that you're you're attracted to someone regardless of what they identify as, then yeah, that would be more yeah. like pansexual. But so, and I know that it, especially when it comes to like trans people, some people yeah. are like well. Does that make me straight or gay? And it's like, well, what do they identify as? Yeah, yeah, that's what they are, basically. But it, yeah. And and I know in in and I know this is a thing in Mexican culture, uh, muxes. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are not classified as male or female. They're their mm-hmm. own thing. And like that thing binary. that thing is embedded in our culture and we fail to recognize that. Yep. Because mm-hmm. toxic masculinity has told us that if you don't abide by these rules, then you are not a man. But meanwhile, you have like in some Cuban cultures where it's completely acceptable for a man to have sex with another man and it's not considered gay. And or like that, that's a real thing if you didn't know that. Like in 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 Cuba, there's these guys that are known as like they're like like religious like leaders of their group. They, they you know they have these traditions. It's it's kind of like tied in with their Santeria beliefs, right? They dress in all white, but essentially they their um their standing within their religious group allows them to have sex with whoever they want. The only ruling is that they themselves cannot be uh, like I, I remember I remember uh, Joey Diaz had explained it on like a Joe Rogan podcast where he had said these guys essentially in Cuban culture, um, they're allowed to have sex with women and men, but men cannot have sex with them as in they're allowed to be the penetrator, but not be penetrated. That's a little uh. I don't. But it, but it, that I don't want to I don't want to judge their culture because yeah. that is their traditional yeah. beliefs. Yeah. And apparently, it, back in the day, he he had, he had explained that back in the day, only non-gays were allowed that role. But now, gays are allowed to be a part of that role, but they still have to abide by that rule. It's just a really interesting power dynamic. Yes, because yeah. it just sounds like outside of that if you're not a part of that it just sounds predatory yeah 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 but and i mean prejudice, again like yeah we that, don't yeah. know the entire belief system that's true that. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i remember yeah. uh this one specifically that i'm talking about it was i forgot what episode uh, um of joe rogan it was but they had a guy who wrote a whole book based on yes i'm a joe rogan fan i see you guys smirking i i enjoy his <laughs> content and the thing is I'm, i like uh, he's a funny comedian some of the shit he says i'm kind of like all right yeah, but I never. I like I said, I take everything with it. Like like I said before in the past. No, yeah, I I'm take a, everything I'm with a, a grain of salt too. Yeah. but at the same time, I'm just like, all right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fa- I'm a fan of Alex Jones, but I don't subscribe to the shit he says. I just think he's funny. Just all the stupid shit that he says is funny. Exactly, as I'm saying, it's funny. Now all the shit that he's saying because he lost that case, <clears> like it's just ridiculous. Like he's he's openly trying to like fraud now like he's like oh uh we declared bankruptcy yeah, yeah. Uh, but all right don't worry the money you're donating to save the channel it, it's not going to those families it's going to go straight to us don't worry about it yeah it's just like so you're openly admitting that you are uh, you're filing for bankruptcy just so you don't have to pay these people yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like jesus christ dude it, it, like like i've said before i think it's easier to categorize people in certain like things because of things they've had said before but i try yeah. to take i try to hear everybody's side of the story and I, again i'm not trying to like i know i'm probably gonna get flack in the future because in the previous episode i was like defending kanye's music and he's off doing some crazy shit again and again i'm i'm still always gonna defend his music but i'm not defending him that's the i I try to explain half the time great producer crazy fucking man yeah yeah um yeah like the whole going back to the whole like the gender like masculinity the roles that the man and woman have in hispanic households i remember it was forever ago um I like cooking because 
that's how I bonded with my mom after my dad left. Like she would cook and I would watch her cook. And yeah. I was like, I can learn how to do that. So I started cooking for myself and, you know, cooking more and more. And now I like to cook. Like I'll every now and then I'll do try something different. And I remember one time it was before my dad like came back and he was like still kind of in and out. Like he was, you know, it was rough times. And I got up to start cooking and he was like, pretty much just said like, why are you doing women's work? And I just turned to look at him and was like, guess I'm a woman. And I just went back to cooking. <laughs> yeah. Dude, have you seen that TikTok of that guy that puts on like a, a dress in front of his mom and she starts freaking the fuck out? Are you serious? And yeah. And he and he's just like, look, mom, I'm dancing. And then she comes over <laughs> and she's like, take that off right now. And he's like, no, look, I'm doing twirls. And then she and it ends with her just slapping him. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But yeah. but obviously he knew that he was just like, I'm a I'm about to torture this woman yeah. with her fucking bullshit. But the thing is, like, I I have been trying extremely hard for these past few years to really try hard to um teach and inform people of our culture that you don't have to abide by these things we are our own people and it's very difficult for some people to get that understanding. You know, yeah. I still I still know guys who I'm close friends with who are dudes who like, yeah, they'll 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 express their feelings about stuff and how they feel about like certain things, you know, but they still have a hard time being okay with certain things. Like for an example is I remember this uh a buddy of mine was saying that like he doesn't feel right if he ever goes on a date with a woman and he doesn't pay for everything. And I was like, why? And he's like, cause it's like, I just, it just, it just feels like it just feels wrong for me not to be the one that is the one that, 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 that pays for everything that, that, yeah. that, uh, that takes care of everything. Well, that's where definitely. I, where I always argue is like, fuck that. I make my wife pay for everything. Yeah. Like, like well, I don't pay it, shit. It, it's just nice. I was like, Hannah, She's paid for some, like, a good bit of my meals, like, half. Like, we're pretty much down the middle. Yeah. It, it Don't feels, lie, more than half. <laughs> at times, yes, because, you know, work. But I am the breadwinner she in this is, relationship. <laughs> but, like... That's another thing. Um, That's another fucking thing that I want to bring up. We've had people yeah. ask us that. Men, like, fu- some men fucking hate it if their yeah. wife makes... Why would I be mad at my wife's yeah. success? Bro, if Hannah was making, you know, buku amount of money... I'm house husband. I don't give a fuck. I'll be at home. I'll keep the floors clean. I'll fluff the damn pillows. I, I've told yeah. Denise that before. Look, Shit. look. If you if you made if I found out tomorrow that you somehow ended up landing a job where you're making a hundred grand a year, I will actively go buy maid outfits and clean the house. <laughs> like, and I will speak in a French accent for you. If you birth the babies, I will care for them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that shit. That's another thing too. Like, I used to do. That. I used to babysit kids, and yeah. that was a nanny and stuff. That is a in Hispanic culture. That is a feminine role. Yeah, I fucking loved it. I love taking care of kids. Like, I under kids understand me. I understand kids because I'm fucking, you know, a fucking immature fuck, anyways. And I'm just over there with the kids running around like I'm a spaceship. But the, the, and it's just. It's just crazy, like, oh, the cat's in here. That's what the sound yeah. is. Yeah. She's oh. been slamming herself <laughs> against the door this whole time. Yeah, well, let her out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just the whole toxic masculinity thing. It's just dealing with it. You see, I saw it in the Mexican side. And then when I went to go with my buddy, I saw the 
military side of the toxic masculinity. Uh. That shit was rough. It's just a like we would go out with the guys. I fucking love these dudes. Uh, they're great guys. Uh, every single one of them, uh, except for one or two. Um, but the amount of fucking testosterone competing against each other to be the <laughs> fucking alpha. I was like, guys, let's I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes down. it's fucking funny. It's sometimes, fun. sometimes it's fun as fuck. Yeah, it's fun Pump. to be like over. Because like, sometimes it's more of the sake of that. It's 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 stupid yeah. to act that way. It's kind of like you know, like a lot of guys who are heterosexual love fucking talking about doing gay shit. Yeah. And the reason why is because <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. Like y'all have been this entire fucking episode. Yeah. You know, just slide into that bussy. Yeah. <laughs> just spit on it a little. It's a warm pocket that yeah. keeps you... <laughs> Caliente pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just... That mas- that toxic masculinity trait that is been embedded in Mexican culture, it needs to go away. It's literally... It's holding us back. Mm. Like, if we didn't have that and we were allowed... Like, if Hispanics were out there actively seeking... Like this new generation, yeah, they are. But the older generation, if they were out there actively seeking therapy, you know, someone to talk to, not just drinking away your problems. For one, there'd be a lot less, uh, like, early deaths from people drinking yeah. away their lives and fucking dying because their liver shut down or kidneys fucking exploded or just eating yourself into a fucking hole. Like, because yeah. that happens too. People get depressed and then you start eating. You think it's like, oh, they just love cooking. Um. Parents say that too. Like, oh, she just loves to cook, so she's going to open up her little shop or she's going to sell food out. I was like, no, she's cooking because, or he's cooking because they, it gives them comfort. They're not allowed to express their emotions. This is how they express it, but it's not complete. They need someone to talk to. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just that's what needs to change to make a lot of things better. Yeah. Yeah. Like all these guys that, even for people, the kids that go into cartels and shit and does, do all that stuff. They're stuck in a hard place. They have no one to talk to. And then they find, oh, I can make some money and it'll take some of my worries away. Oh, but now I have this money and I'm still fucking sad. Oh, it's that whole fucking Dewey Cox thing. Yeah. It's cocaine. You want no part of this. I kind of want me some cocaine. But you have to understand, like, the... the the Sometimes you have to understand, like they're put in a situation of like, Hey, you can continue living your life scrapping by no, with yeah. barely anything, or you could do some things that by normal standards are considered very violent and bad, but you can live a better life. And mo- majority of the time you will go down the route that will give you some comfort, at least for a few years. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if there were, like, I mean, every, every in the United States do. If there were more programs, if there was more help out there for people that are, you know, living in squalor or, you know, homeless, a bunch of, like, orphan kids and stuff. Because, yeah. you know, here in the U.S., yeah, there's runaway kids and orphan kids that are living on the streets. But they usually get fucking picked up and get put into, like, a halfway home or something. And then they get adopted out or they're just in the foster care system until they're 18. And then they're just homeless. Yeah. But yeah. in Mexico... There are people that try to help, but there's just not enough. Like, if you're struggling to get by, what's adding another mouth to feed going to do? Clothing someone else, keep taking care of someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's it's hard. And it's hard. It's hard to. There was just more people who fucking gave a shit and actually wanted to talk to people, 
or wanted them to express themselves to them, a therapist or something like that. Or if it was, you know, an actual, you know, job that will pay the bills for that person, then I feel like that would help a lot. My cousin, one of my cousins, he's uh, he's got his degree in psychology down there. He's not doing any psychology work right now. Yeah. He's working some nine to five job. I think he's working in a bank. Yeah. But it's just like, if he had the fun, if, if he got a job that actually paid him well in Mexico to be a psychologist, then that's a couple more people that are getting the help they need. Yeah. So you also have to understand like here in the United States, depending on which political party just happens to be like doing better than the other, There's always, you know, pointing fingers of like, oh, this is corrupt. That's corrupt, you know, and you never get a solid answer. Yeah. But majority of the time, there more than likely there is some kind of form of governmental corruption. But you don't always get a clear answer. In Mexico, it is clear as day that the government is corrupt and it's been corrupt. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, to... um, to not drag it out any longer, <laughs> let's go ahead and do one last question. So hit us with a good one. I almost knocked over your Coca-Cola Cherry Zero. Actually, pass me that. I've been I'm, my mouth now. is dry. Ooh boy, which one to choose? Um, what would you say is the hardest thing about my dick? Being- <laughs> <laughs> I better leave the room. <laughs> What's been the hardest thing about being the children of immigrants? Whether it's, I don't even mean just like financially, like with growing up with poverty, things like that. I mean, like things that emotional. I mean, I, I see quite a lot of stuff online about like the, it's the, the emotional load that the children of immigrants go through. But I mean, I feel like, I feel really like we the pressure. It's, it's, it's the pressure to do better. Like, I think I remember somebody had did a video that summed it up pretty perfect. Mm-hmm. When you're the child of an immigrant, you have to be twice as perfect. Yep. You have to be you have to be American enough to fit in with the Americans and Mexican enough to uh, or, or his or whatever, like whatever you are. Yeah. Whatever, like Latino, Hispanic, like yeah. culture you are. You have to be enough for both of them. Yep. And that's twice the work. You have to work twice as hard to just get the same, like, I guess, it's feeling cultures. of. Because the thing is, if you completely embed yourself in one, it can be a disadvantage. Because the truth mm-hmm. is, like, a good example is obviously, it, on at least in my perspective, I probably lean more heavy on my American side. Because my English is far superior than my Spanish. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I don't appreciate knowing Spanish or understanding it, but it's just the way I was brought up. I went to a predominantly white school. I did grow up in a Latino neighborhood, but every Latino in that neighborhood spoke English and Spanish. Some had better Spanish than English. Some had better English than Spanish. But the thing was, because majority of the people around me spoke English. My English ended up dominating like my voice. And because of it, I kind of, you know, in recent years have been trying to put a great effort to reconnect with the parts of my culture that have lost like through time. And it's, 
it's it's difficult. It's difficult to be in a position where you have to make a decision. Who do you want to be closer to? Because mm. it's very difficult to be good at both. It's yeah. very difficult to be perfectly American and also the culture that you're from. Yeah. Because it comes with, like, you can try your damnedest to be perfect at both. And the American side or the Mexican side of your life, they're going to call you out and say you're a fucking tryhard sometimes. Like, yeah. oh, look at you. You're being an hablas español. And they'll start making fun of you. Which is, it comes from, like, a place of, like, just poking fun at you. But it's also a place of, like, look at this fucking asshole. But then if you don't, then you're a no sabo. And then... Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, too. It's, like, it's if you try too hard... Then you're in the wrong. Yeah. If you try too little, you're in the wrong. You have so to find that sweet spot, and it's just hard to do that. Like for me, like I speak Spanish pretty good. I can read it. I can write yeah. it. But I cannot roll my R's anymore. Like it, it, it'll come out if I don't think about it. <laughs> well, you're just purring. <laughs> but like, I I can't anymore. Like I can't force myself to do an R roll, yeah. and it's just. It's a thing like if I go to Mexico, I don't fucking talk. Mm. I, my cousins talk for me if we go out somewhere. Do you feel embarrassed about that? I used to, but now I just don't give a shit. Mm. Like I'm just like, this is the way I talk. This is the way I'm going to talk. My kids are probably going to talk the same damn way. It's funny. Recently, and, yeah. recently, I've had an aunt on my dad's side contact me through Facebook. And she was like, it's the first time I had talked to her in years. What's she thinking? You kidnapped all, again? All her. <laughs> no. All her, all her text mess, all her messages are in Spanish, mm -hmm. and I am like taking a good few minutes to read yeah. over them to make sure I'm getting. Because the thing is, you know, texting in Spanish is completely different, yes. you know, because they have a lot of different like things that ja, I, ja, 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 ja. yeah, <laughs> and I use uh, the what the the Google. Like Spanish keyboard with the, is, with the voice command. That is the best invention ever. <laughs> yes, because without it, I would be the like hola tia, and that's it. Like yeah. that's that's all I could do. But I've been able to carry out conversations, and like you know, she was you know asking me questions of like how things are going up here, you know. Yeah. But I'm always hit with the question, "When are you going to come visit?" And I'm just like. Whoa. Fuck if I know, because yeah. my I still need to work on that Spanish, mm -hmm. and it, it it's one of those things. Like I wish I could be equally as good at my Spanish as I am, am with my English. Mm -hmm. Even though technically I think my English is kind of bad, because sometimes I'm fucking stuttering like a motherfucker. I mean, I forget words all the time. Yeah, too. Hannah over here is my dictionary. Yeah, and my thesaurus. Mm -hmm. She's she talks when we go do taxes. I don't <laughs> talk. <laughs> but yeah, it's just. That whole thing of just, we have to be doubly good. Do you yeah. feel like your parents had expectations for you because of all the work that they put in to get where you are now? Not like, oh, they're going to be, you know, multimillionaires and stuff like that. It's just the expectation is, I want you to do better. Like, I want you, like, you see where we came from and mm -hmm. where we live and where we're at in our lives. Mm -hmm. How much we struggled with our, you know, mediocre jobs that we got over here. You know, we're breaking our backs. Hands are falling apart. We got arthritis from working. On you know, I will give like that. I will give our mothers and, credit because yeah. they they honestly were very open to just letting us do our own thing. Yeah, because obviously you and me grew up like being into metal, mm -hmm. playing video games, 
you know, we dressed the way that we did. We acted the way we did. And for the most part, the only thing they really wanted out of us was to be just be good people. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, it's they wanted us to be good people, to stay out of trouble, to to try to do something, not just settle. They didn't want us to just settle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, buying, buying a house. Yeah. I never would have thought I would have done that alone. I would have been running, you know, up to now. If, I mean, yeah. well, you use my credit to do it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, that's why I fucking married you. Exactly. <laughs> but, no, even then, like, before, like, I told Hannah before, like, I never thought I was going to get married. I never thought I was going to do any of that. Yeah. I never thought I was going to, you know, settle down with someone and build a, a life somewhere together like that. Like, mm. I was just going to, like... Me, I was like, fucking, I'm going wherever. Like, I went from Georgia to California to Houston. And then before I met her, I was like, I wonder where else I can go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm sure Joe, just as much as me, are trying really hard not to fuck our marriages up. Because yeah. <laughs> sometimes it, it comes up in question, you know? Yeah. Because, like I, you know, today I was practicing karate moves on my wife, and she did not appreciate that. Like, <laughs> and then I could see it in her face, and she was just like... Mm. I was just annoying as fuck at the end of the day. Like, as soon as 5 o'clock hit at work... I walked into Hannah's office and I was like, mm, I'm a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like clopping my foot on the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. Our, our coworker, uh, we have a new coworker that just came in a couple of weeks ago and she's from France and she's here for like 18 months, I think. Yeah. And she thinks Jose is hilarious. Yeah. She fucking thinks I'm hilarious. And Hannah's like, he's not that funny. <laughs> And she saw me doing it, dying laughing. And I was like, she appreciates me. There, there are some days when I rethink my life choices. Yeah. It's always funny. It, I always thought, my wife is funny like that. Because sometimes, like, you know, I, I like being a fucking clown. Like, yeah. like I am, it's right? Fun. And then sometimes I'll say some shit that's really fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And she'll just be like, you're fucking stupid. Stop saying shit like that, right? But... Whenever that one, whenever another woman laughs a little bit too hard at your joke, she's like, "Oh, you make another bitch just laugh now?" Like I was like, I was like, I knew I did right by see, marrying a see, Latina. Not that, that jealous? So that's no, great. Not yeah. at all. Oh, that's just the Latina. I know. I, I, I will admit to this day, I'm a jealous motherfucker. Oh, it, yeah, it's just, duh. it's just in me. It's our blood. Yeah, it's it in boils. our blood. It's yeah. really hard. When have you ever been jealous? A couple times. Excuse. We're gonna yeah. need to talk. When? I can't remember, but yeah, I have been. Okay. That's new. It's like when someone makes you laugh, I'm like, I'm funnier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't laugh like that. With you. She laughs better with me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you haven't, like, noticed, as far as, like, God, like, whenever me and Joe walk into a room, we are going to demolish that place with mm-hmm. fucking laughter. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's, it's very full of yourself to say. I mean, it's true, though. Yeah. I mean, in every situation where we've been in a room together, like, we end mm-hmm. up doing that. And, it, and it's I mean, because... You've seen me in action. At, when we went out to bars and stuff. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I, I talked to whoever would fucking hear me out. But it's because... it's talking and shooting the shit. But it's, it's a mixture of... But it's not... It's a, it's a mixture of just, like, we don't take ourselves that seriously. Yeah. yeah. And also, we just have that comfort. We find the comfort in laughter. And yeah. the thing is, like... If I'm ever in a situation where I'm the only one laughing in the in the room, well, at least I'm fucking laughing. Yeah. It's fucking hysterical <laughs> to me. Like, you know? 
It's yep. just, it's really interesting, especially now that we work at the same company mm-hmm. and it, there's multiple times in meetings where you're just, you're saying a joke, you're trying to like, you know, cut the tension and I'm just in the back, like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. When I, I could no, not, I like, could not ever work with my wife again. Cause she used to hate it that even though she used to work in the offices while I worked with like the work crews. Right. Mm-hmm. So she'd only see me in the mornings and the afternoons when I'd be done with my shift. Right. And the amount of times she would have to tell me to shut up because I would actively try to embarrass her, you know, and she hated it. I would walk into her office and as loud as I as loud as I could be, I'd be like, hey, babe, I'm back. Let me see them titties. And then, <laughs> and, then, and, then and then she'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm, like, I'm trying to see them yitties. <laughs> yeah, you can't pull that shit at work. Yeah, they're a little too proper there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um. But no, Fucking I mean, I still French go in people. There. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I still go in there sometimes and just start like cracking jokes and talking about random shit. And uh, everyone else thinks it's hilarious. Hannah's like, shut up. I'm trying to work. <laughs> it's just interesting. There's times where you can kind of tell everyone's like, we don't want to be here. And you're just in the back just like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also the fact that like, there's no denying who we are as people. We yeah. are funny people because yeah. let's be honest, we're not that handsome. It's the only way we can. The fuck you talking about? I'm beautiful, bitch. <laughs> well, look again. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, but in the it's just where we find our comfort, our confidence, and just like yeah. who we are as people. But to be honest, it's in our family too. Yeah. Our family just loves a good laugh. Yeah, and yeah. I think. I think it's one of those things too, where like it's better to be in a room of of laughing people, whether you're laughing with people or people are laughing at you than to yeah. have your least favorite traits be. Cause obviously I know just as much, as much as I struggle with it, I'm sure Joe does too, but I have a fucking temper. Mm-hmm. I have a temper and I've been in situations yeah. and we are hard headed fucks too. It's yeah. really hard to sway us otherwise when we fucking, you know, get hot headed about a certain thing. And I'm trying really hard to be careful about it nowadays. But, I mean, that trait is still there. Yeah, every now and then it comes out. Someday, when I drive. Some, mm-hmm. some, days, some days you can't fucking help it, you know? Yeah. And it, it's uh. just one of those things where it's just better to be laughing than yeah, to be angry. We have a coworker, and it's just like, I try so hard. I'm trying so hard to not tell you to shut the fuck up because no one. Like literally, you are, you are a shit stain in this office. Yeah, and, I've, I've, yeah. I, I hate those situations, man. I remember, yeah. but sometimes you have to like speak out against it. I remember oh, one, yeah. I remember one time in in high school, and this one always, like, like I mean, obviously you know by knowing me personally, like I'm not. I'm not obviously racist. I'm not homophobic, any of that shit, you know? Yeah. I'll joke about those things because I think they're funny. The idea of racism and homophobia are hysterical or, or, or xenophobia, you know? The idea is that anybody could even subscribe to that mindset is fucking hysterical to me because it's so stupid that you would even be that. Yeah. But I remember being on a bus at a young age, probably like 16 or 17, the only one person on the bus that was homosexual it was the only gay guy on the bus, right? He would actively get into wars, arguing, like, yeah. argue, arguments with people. And he would always go back to, like, everyone here hates me because I'm gay. And I would be the one person to go, the, the stand up and be like, 
I don't hate you because you're gay. I have nothing against you for being gay. I hate you because you're fucking annoying. Yeah. And your feet smell. Because <laughs> <laughs> he used to wear sandals and his feet reeked. Yeah. You know a person's feet smells bad when you're your three seats behind him and you can smell it. Yeah. Put some fucking limon on those bitches. <laughs> does that yeah. shit work? Yeah, it does. It just kills the smell. Yeah. You had you had to do that too when you were little. I think I did, but yeah. I don't I don't remember is when we started hitting puberty and like, you know, we didn't get deodorant yet, so our moms would go and get us tell us to cut a limon and rub it on our armpits. Unrelated, but I saw yes. I, I saw this I saw this today, but apparently people were saying that certain cultures do not suffer from the same type of like issues with body odor. And I mean, apparently they said that Korean people are more most likely to never have like like strong body odor because of like the climate and like their genetics in general it's weird it's, i think it's a from person to person thing because someone could say you don't stink. are you saying you worked with a smelly korean no i'm saying like someone can say you stink you don't stink and then the person next to you be like no that motherfucker stinks it's your nose like it's i don't think it's it's that yeah well anyways you want to check on the animals yeah, uh, there's a lot of suspicious pups. Well, either way, we're we're about to end this. Yeah. Um, uh, we're already about two hours in. But anyways, <laughs> guys, if, for those who have made it this far, thank you for listening to Ax a Mexican. Ax a Mexican. Yeah, Ax a Mexican. Yeah. Uh, and thank you again to uh, Joe's wife. Her um, name is Hannah. Huh? Her name I is have Hannah. a name. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joe's wife. Um, she. <laughs> Uh, it's thank my you legal for... property. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Funny story about that. My buddy, um, his ex-wife hated this joke. As but do she, I. <laughs> but when they would go out to eat, she would start talking to the waiter, and he'd be like, "Shut up, men are talking." <laughs> and then she would start pulling out her money. It's like they don't accept your money here. <laughs> no, he'd say she's not allowed. Oh yeah, to she's not allowed money. to have money. <laughs> I remember, I remember one time, fucking Denise got mad at me because we were at a we we're at a restaurant, right? Yeah. And you know, it's one of the restaurants where you get the pig super salad, right? Everyone's like, "Babe, what do you want? Do you want the super salad?" She's like, "I'll get the salad." And it's like, God, I can't believe they gave y'all rights. <laughs> 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 uh, oh god. Uh, she fucking hates those jokes, but I mean, it's I funny. Love them. It's funny <laughs> as hell. Anyways, thank you again for listening to another episode of the Night Funk, yep. and uh, make sure to follow us. On uh, Instagram at the Nine Funk Podcast, and stay tuned for more content coming every Friday. Please follow us. <laughs> yeah, give us a follow. We need followers. Um, and also, um, be on the lookout for um, any future posts and uh, additional content may come our way. I don't know what we have planned right now. There's still the debate. I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to take part in another tipsy stream. That might be a thing, but I might be doing that solo because you'll be out of town. Oh, yeah. But I might just end up flaking on that altogether. I don't know yet because the <laughs> thing is... you're self-aware. I am. The only reason I say that is because, again, when it comes to scheduling these things, I'm not getting the necessary answers. And if I'm not getting what I need to know, then I might not be able to partake. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. like, if I don't know ahead of time, then it's not going to line yeah, up with my schedule. We need to schedule this shit out. Yeah, and yeah. The, that that seems to be the problem with a lot of these things. And also, keep a lookout for us potentially on YouTube soon. I don't know. I'm still working on it. But, you know, a lot of yeah. things coming down the pipeline. We're putting 
a lot of work and effort into hopefully expanding our content. So yeah, you know, uh, hopefully the only fans uh, we're just waiting on the okay from that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, my my asshole's already chapped from all the photos. I'm just selling feet pics, you freak. Well, we have demographics of people into different, like, you know, wants, man. All right, you can take care of the asshole pics then. I mean, I'm fine with it. All right, go for it. I got a pretty little hole. Yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you again for listening. Pretty little pink boy <laughs> pussy. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That is a ring of death. <laughs> <laughs> is it a red ring of death? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you for listening. Later. Later. Say bye. Bye. All right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <Motherfucker>. <laughs> End it there. <laughs>